So I missed last week's episode. And it's kind of exciting because I used to watch the show all the time back in the day, car rides, all that stuff, right? And I really was waiting for Eddie to quit and like he finally did so I could take his seat. <laughs> somehow we somehow we returned. Somehow he's returned. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I was sitting on the couch and I was watching the episode and I see that Zach has changed his glasses and nobody said anything. So I was either too stoked to notice or we have not heard this story yet. And it, I mean this in an absolute complimentary way. For some reason with the facial hair and the hair and the new glasses, you remind me of the guy, the French dude from Godzilla. Where like oh, he... Yeah. Had, yeah, like he's and he's the a badass actor. actor. I'm, yeah, Jean I'm like, Leno, you know, is that his name? Oh, yes, the think, old yes. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah the, like the Leon? Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Godzilla. Leon, yeah. Leon, the professional. That's the only one he ignores. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, he does kind of uh, look like that. Jean yeah, Renault. it kind of looks like yeah, it kind of looks like that guy. Beanie, so, tell, so what is the story? <laughs> What's up with the did glasses? Did you tell the story on After I don't think you did. I remember you told the story. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so maybe I missed it. Sorry, yes. Hate to see it. I don't have them on my desk, but my old glasses look like the fucking glasses that John Lennon got shot in. Like they were they're like super glue and spray paint and scratches. Like they were just I mean it was to the point where it was giving me like a migraine. And um I've been meaning to get new glasses for a long time and even my mom was like, I'll buy them for you, just you know, go and do the uh purchase or whatever and So she gave I you just, her old ones or what? No, yeah, exactly. oh my God. actually, it was your mom that gave them to me. Um, and, uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I just, I finally did it. And uh, Manny always is like the cool, trendy one. And I think it was maybe like two or three months ago, he had gotten new glasses. And I was like, dang, I've always wanted clear glasses, but like, I don't know how they would look. Like, they look super cool. And I did it. And then while I was checking out, they have all these options and I was like, dude, I could look like, uh, the Edith glasses from uh, Tony Stark. So I was like, I'm going to get the little tint. I have another set that's nice. like tinted yellow. Uh, um, it's for like uh, blue light, but I'd always wanted blue tinted glasses. And, uh, so I, I picked up a set and, uh, I like it They're They're a little bit more blue than I thought, but I like it. They're, they're not bad. So I've been wearing them ever since. That's all, that's what the Riddler wears in the Batman movie. Yeah, no, they also have the added benefit of hiding the bags under my eyes, so it uh, looks pretty good, honestly. I mean, I'd call you classy, but I've already given that name to somebody else uh, in yeah. the community. So, yeah. but it does look pretty good, buddy. I got LASIK eye surgery a few years ago, and that is by far the best thing I've ever paid for myself for. I would, mm. I would, I would do it over again. It was taking me from wearing glasses and the reliance of glasses every day and not being able to see shit in the room when you wake up in the morning and all the things going from that to being able to just see all the time. Crazy, mm -hmm. crazy experience. So yeah, I would recommend I've, it if you don't have an eye thing. <laughs> I've, um, Victoria's wanted to do it and I've kind of been, you know, somewhat interested in doing it. There's one thing stopping me and I think it's just, there's this really terrible story of this, um, journalist uh like anchor newscaster lady she had it done and it like was so terrible she like committed suicide afterwards what? like, Jesus. like oh my her God. vision got worse or something i don't quite understand i know it's incredibly rare and you know the percentage of people that are overwhelmingly happy Super with it is rare. like yeah significant mm -hmm. but vision is one of those things like when you go to the er it's like life sight like that like sight is like number two mm -hmm. right so i don't know it's that's yeah, my good, sister looks like uh, Hannibal Burris with his glasses on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, my sister went from being legally blind to 
like 2020 in 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I got insane. to watch the surgery live through a window. It was cool. crazy. It's supposed to yeah. be really quick and easy, Super right? quick. We've waited longer in the minutes. waiting room yeah. than the actual procedure. Yeah, yeah it's less than 15 minutes. For the pain shot. medicine to kick The weirdest thing was I was allowed to it, donate it my glasses. Nuts, I was going to be able to donate my glasses at the end, and I was all excited to do it walking in. But as I left, as my vision was slowly correcting itself, I still mm. didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't let them go. Like I brought them home with me just wow. in case, even though the prescriptions are no longer the same. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's true. They won my glasses. They look like they were in a war. They look terrible. <laughs> a hell diver war. Yeah, even Dean, like I was on stream the other day before I got, I think that's what really made me do it because I had zoomed in and I was watching the replay and I was like, dude, this looks bad. Like you could see like the haze. It was, it was really bad. So yeah, I had to, uh, had to do it. I like them though. I think they're very trendy. I feel very trendy. Very sharp. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You got a billion toys. Oh, you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm sick about hearing about Helldivers too. Wow. <laughs> You're a hater. That's what you are. God damn no, it, Ben. Then? Eddie, you said to go last. Yeah, <laughs> as a joke. Uh, Oh my god. <laughs> god. Okay, well, I'm Ben. Nice to, nice to see you guys. I'm Eddie. <laughs> and we this... are a mess. We are. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everybody who is out there watching us live. The YouTube studio audience. Big old jumbo to you. And if you're catching us on the replay, wherever you're at, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. And a uh, big shout out to Collector Zone. Dean, we were top 200 in Argentina. As, Hell uh, yeah. As of recently, I think we we're out of the top 200, but you know, they say, do you know where your podcast is? How many people in? are there there? <laughs> uh, a lot of people. Not a lot of service in uh, Argentina, but uh, we were top A lot of baddies. Ooh. A lot of go. baddies. Maybe uh, Messi was. Uh, <laughs> Here we go, Mario says, after all this time, you'll still can't get your intros down. Oh, boy. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to do it. Boy. Dean, we have have some changes to the show (laughs) that we should talk about. There's some low-hanging fruit there. We have a lot of changes to talk about, one of which, um, due to the ever-changing landscape of streaming services, uh, movies get added and taken down, and plans that we have... Uh, mayor, you know, they just can't come to fruition. It's also a segment that a lot of people, I think like 40%, we get a drop whenever we do it. So I think we're going to 
test the waters. I told the boys we got to be on our on our best A game tonight. But I think we're going to uh, cut movie of the week for a little bit. We're going to see how the show works. Um, it's a bit hard with uh, us being in different countries um, because something on Disney Plus for Ben is often not on our Disney Plus and vice versa and just a number of things. So we're going to see how it works, see if we can keep the show to the length that we like it. But if not, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. But, uh, Dean, before we get into that, we have a very special segment that we kick off all of our best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I didn't get jack shit. How about you guys? Oh, so this is me. All right. So Marco. I got the Iconic Studios Muhammad Ali. I think I sent the box images last week. Finally had an opportunity to open him uh, last weekend. Terrific figure, honestly. I think another iconic hit. Only my second ever Fison body. So the weight of them just really throws me off. You know, you're just un- unboxing this really thick, girthy, heavy figure. And it's just a whole different wow. experience. Um, I will say the paint matching on the Fison body to the sculpt is amazing like they've done it seamlessly it's not quite shrink ray the sculpts um but i will say they're really really good so whatever the tier right below shrink ray is it is living in that tier so another hit from iconic studios like i like i said and i want to see more boxers i hope that they've got more athletes planned in this line because yeah this was this was perfect for what they do best with the seamless bodies um custom vice and seamless bodies and uh, yeah, very happy to have it. Yeah, Marco said he wants to see more boxers. I would like to see more briefs. Wow! All right, <laughs> that'll work. But now I need him to square off against someone. I know people have posed him with uh, Superman, but yeah, for me, I'd like to to pose him against some of the all time great boxers. Who would you like to see uh, them release as far as boxers go? Man, there's a there's a pretty deep list, but I will just say, um, my gosh, why am I why am I drawing a blank on his name? It's a Mexican fighter. And Eddie helped Oscar me out. De La Hoya? We, Oscar oh, no. De La Hoya. We were just having a conversation. But no, Delahoya, I feel like he's yeah, very, that's what uh, I was, Canelo's yeah. a little too modern for me, but that'd be fine. But Delahoya, I feel like he got a lot of hate, but he was definitely a formative boxer for me. Um so yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard would be another one that would be terrific. Bruh, so. We one hundred percent need the money team. We need uh Mayweather. I would uh, I would Man. dope old Mayweather, dude. I used to not every fight I went to to like not in person but like to see with family. I would bet on Mayweather. My family hated him, and I was like, "Bro, he's gonna. Why would you bet against this man?" Every single mile, every time I went out Latinos and taking our money. Every single mile, I'm not (laughs) a huge. I'm more of an admirer of him than I am a fan. But yeah, I think that would be that'd be a great entry because you know he's just so popular. Pacquiao is another guy that there's just like universal reach that you could get a lot of people that are maybe outside of the hobby interested yeah. in one six so yeah so what's well, someone like julio caesar chavez i'm seeing uh i'm seeing mario say that as well i think that's Triple that's G, yeah, uh, one of the yeah. most prolific yeah. i think he boxed from like it's all like 2005 he was old was i know old my, my dad would really appreciate that one so my, yeah. my dad and mario are about the same age mario um, loves so, to talk yeah. about oh. sports that he doesn't want i don't know your dad was a I just, yeah, um, my buddy uh, was a Golden Glove boxer, and like he talked my ear off all the time about how great Julio Cesar Chavez really? was. He was a Golden Glove boxer, Dean. That's so cool. Was he yeah, like Jim? an MVP or of any of any country sport? Well, no, but 
John, I know what you're doing. <laughs> but uh, I've seen one more here. You're in town, not some random oh fucking third world country. It's not here. I've seen a lot of a lot of boxers' names in here, but Mike Tyson, I think Sean Forrester is saying that. I feel like that'd be a natural progression because he's just like an all-time icon of just of media oh, in Mike general. Tyson so Mike Tyson would go crazy. And I know I'm other companies have done one six already. Yeah. Um, You're right. <laughs> Mario said back in his day, sports were good. I don't remember wow. a lot of sports in the roaring twenties. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. So, so I know. Uh, you didn't have the Super Bowl back from... then. They had the dust bowl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. I got this directly from okay. my product. Someone I, I saw... like, those, fu- <laughs> those are fucking solid jokes. Keep going. Let them cook. Keep yeah, going. <laughs> Sorry, but no, I saw I saw Calvin say that oh, uh, sideshow delayed his. So hopefully these are rolling out now. But I did get mine directly from Iconic. So one of the there reasons why it came so quick. Now this is your second Iconic figure. This is my second Iconic figure. Yeah. How's the first holding up in terms of the body? Really great, honestly. The Ryu is is doing well. I, I don't have him in a crazy dynamic pose, just like one arm bent, similar to this. And uh, so far, knock on wood, no no issues. That's pretty so. good because he's been out what a year now. Yeah, I think about that. Probably if not, that's pretty good because I've seen. You I don't know. think I've seen any reports of anyone having. Made yeah, I really haven't. Thought. Can we get a report from someone who composed? No. Yeah, that's, wow. good. that's a good point. No, because I was gonna say like the game toys cloud. Almost within a week or two, I would. Yeah. I saw people. Now Cloud's a yeah. super dynamic character with the sword and stuff. So I put the jointed arms almost on or on almost immediately, because mm-hmm. um, I was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking with that. But um. Yeah. So I mean that's that's good report that you know your reviews still good and now you have confidence in your Muhammad Ali that's nice and that was a big selling point honestly right I saw Andy on OFAC talking about how much R and D they had put into these bodies to you know they bend naturally to hopefully have some longevity so so far so good and looking forward to seeing what what else they do there you go there you go. Uh, you also got, uh, these look like Ugh. 3D printed sneakers. What is this? Right, yeah. <laughs> so th- this design is probably going to be pretty divisive here, but these are the Anthony Edwards AE1s. They're, they're Adidas. These are the All-Star Edition. I just put them in here because I hadn't gotten shoes in a long time. Gigi actually stayed up with me for the midnight drop of these, and it was kind of a stressful experience because I like really wanted these to play basketball in because um, I hear really good things about their performance, and I like the, I like the design. Some may say they look like ass, but to me, this is like a pretty cool kind of metallic uh, um, purple finish. And so, yeah, so I was able to get them on the Nike, on the um, Adidas app. And unlike the sneakers Nike app, um, it was just a lot more seamless of a process, but probably lower demand than most of those Nike shoes I'm normally going for. So, yeah, happy to have them. Wow. And yeah, was the uh, midnight release in person or did you do this online? I did this online, just on the app. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not lining up. I'm not, you know, bringing over a hundred bucks to uh, any stores these days. Too many sketchy people out there. <laughs> You're not wrong. Good. Yeah, smart move. I think they are pretty cool looking, dude. But I, I know that I think the most people that said they didn't like them, I think a lot of them have that tripophobia feel, right? Where it's like the honeycombs. It's a little too much. <laughs> I think it's cool. I don't know. What like, does I'll, that I agree with you on the color mean? side. I had to I look just, it up. I didn't know. It's that like two times I've heard that word. It's, like it's basically, it's basically, yeah, it's a fear of. It's kind of like an, an un, unusual fear of like pat like patterns like this or like so, beehive uh, patterns holes. and stuff. Holes. Someone yeah. saw these shoes and got scared. 
not scared, but like uncomfortable, grossed out, they need uneasy space. feeling. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's gosh, like um, trying to get me. It's like yeah. your lizard brain, you know, back in the day with like cavemen, and there's like Walking plants that Nikes, do this stuff. Trypophobia shoe. Yeah, it's like wow. poisonous plants usually it's, look kind of like this. The the trend or the um the definition says it's an aversion or repulsion to objects like honeycombs and sponges, and that have repetitive patterns or clusters of small holes. Uh, most people are disgusted, not necessarily afraid. So it's usually wow. a disgusting. Yeah. Interesting. So, but yeah, so some exactly people are going to really like them. Some people won't. <laughs> that's right. The 3D printing aspect, though, right? It definitely feels that way. That this is like. 3D printed panels. So something about this spoke to me. I got my eyes on more shoes now. Um, I know Equan's wow. shouting out a particular shoe that's been in the news. So maybe that one will be next. We'll see. The Trump ones. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't play this clip. Who the fuck threw that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you for that. <laughs> it's not busted though. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, ben, what did you get this week? Yeah, this was super random. I didn't get any uh, hot toys. I did pre-order the uh, the Black Adam, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yesterday, uh, I was in Canmore, uh, Alberta, cool place, and went into this little like random store that had a lot of kind of different knickknacks and stuff. And I was just in a treat yourself kind of mood, so I found this really cool pack of cards uh, with all these different like Joker patterns, and I've been looking at them all day. Like, there's some really like funky ones. Uh, to play play cards with and then the jurassic park on the left is just a cool fridge magnet but i was like these are cool they make me happy i'm excited to bring them in uh to the random collection of stuff that i've got in this place so yeah super fun but cheap as well like 20 bucks total cost <laughs> wow yeah. where'd you get the light the what same light? place the jurassic no light. park oh it's just a magnet buddy just oh a magnet. i thought it was a light yeah. dude how'd oh, you get it stand up like that wow it's actually kind of thick it's like a half inch thick that's what she said. The haters are going to say we don't actually collect <laughs> one six. We just collect <laughs> one six. That was <laughs> solid jokes. <laughs> I'm walking around my head. I missed it. Magnets. <laughs> the pack of cards. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> walk around like I missed it too. I missed like it too. Mr. Clean. I have it on high authority. have it on the word of an expert. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, oh, we have fun, thank you for putting up on the show, guys. Yeah, we right. really Thanks appreciate you. They're cool cards. There's about fourteen percent collectibles <laughs> talk on this show. The rest is just penis talk and us shitting shitting on each other. We um, we've been downhill ever what? since John got that toaster and did that as new this week. It's always been <laughs> the floodgates were open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> checking in with the chat, we got Toy Mafia, Mark Pearson, Yomo, Six Gun Figs, uh, SpongeBob Square Balls, uh, Mike the Sith Scale Collector, King at Dingling, Toy Machine Stream, Toy Cartel, uh, <clears throat> Classy Thomas, Tim Harvey, Rock Another Tuesday Night with the CW Crew, Hell Yeah, Eddie, Big Rib, Sean Forrester, Equan. We collectors have no money to buy glasses or clean underwear. That is very true. Um, just don't worry about it. Action to Figure Academy, Good Old Spotchka, Sean Forrester, Jazzy, uh, Badfish, Christian Detour Collections, Mario, uh, The Lovely Katera, Trooping with Robin, 1-6 Fix, Benjamin Bowman. We've got the Bowman family in the house. Uh, Calvin Fern. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, I think that might be almost everyone. Thor Gaming. What's up, buddy? Action Figure Academy. 
Uh, I think we touched them all. Austin Nicholas, what's up, buddy? Uh, let's see here. Eddie, what'd you get into this week? I finally got my Hot Toys Buzz Lightyear, dude. And hey. it looks amazing. It's awesome. Um, I didn't, I didn't love this pose, but I didn't have time. I didn't keep posing after this because I didn't feel like it. So I just sent you this one, but <laughs> it, it, it's just, yeah. That's the most honest. Like, eh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like taking any more pictures. So I was like, this will have to do. But I like the figure a lot. It's sick, dude, especially with all the attachments on it and the, the uh, jetpack with the wings and everything. It's cool. It's pretty uh, solid, too. Like, it's not die-cast or anything, but it's got a good weight to it. Um, it poses okay, the legs. I wish, like, the feet were able to, like, move the ankles a little more. Because, um, like, doing poses like this where you want him uh, moving his legs around, like, it's kind of hard to get him in a flat stance. But other than that, dude, I'm super happy with it. The box is really cool. The box has, like, like um like space all around it and it looks cool and a lot of accessories so i'm excited to take more pictures <laughs> and the movable eyes are really really good too i usually i hate movable eyes but this one actually i was like it, it really enhances the figure <laughs> christian I said bad. did marco pose it for you oh god that's why i was <laughs> like imagine. yeah this is gonna <laughs> Wow. I hate to see it. Marco catching strays. Yeah, I hate to see it. Unbelievable. Uh, here we go. Uh, so I picked up a new desk off of uh, Facebook Marketplace. It's kind of a interesting situation. I did a video on it uh, if you guys want to check that out. But uh, slowly working on the renovation for our garage. We're converting it into the studio, the new Office 2.0 or collection room we just had uh contractors come by yesterday to mark out where we wanted the lights where we wanted the electricity um the garage is like 95 percent empty so we're gonna get that last little bit cleaned up and probably within the month hopefully i think we're gonna have the uh uh garage ready to be uh all the stuff move into it so are you gonna keep it I guess like as a functional garage, or are you just going to put a wall there? Um, like just in case or like it'll still open, but I will never open it. I guess. Right. That's okay. The question. That's right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm going to use well, this, the, where the, where the door is, there's going to be uh two, four foot garage shelves in front of it. Okay. It's a single garage. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've seen some people convert their garage and then they like just get rid of the garage door. Cause they're like, it's just a room now. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't ever want to take away functionality on the house because, you know, we might not always Smart. need that that space. Yeah. But right. um, it'll be, like, insulated and air-conditioned. So for the most part, it'll likely not open almost ever, I guess, except for, oh, yeah. for the furniture in at that point. Um, but I'm excited. I ended Smart. up undoing this monitor mount. It's, it is, I think, the best layout, but it's kind of hard to get used to to look up. I wanted to have the the um, the show sheet and the slides up there and then the stream right on the bottom, but it didn't work out, and it was also pushed too far into the desk. This desk is a little more narrow than my current one, uh, so I ended up going oh, with so a single like... monitor mount. Not It's not that bad, but it, it, was, it was almost like this. But once I get um, those Ikea Alex drawers, they've been sold out since COVID, but now that COVID's over, you can buy them again. 
I'm going to put the PC on that. So that'll free up the space for a dual monitor setup. Uh, and it'll basically be like what I have now, hopefully. Um, but I, uh, am waiting for that. And if you want to see how I modified this desk to fit the mount, you can check that out. It wasn't a super popular video, so I don't know how much more behind the scenes office studio stuff I'm going to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, could be not many things if you guys aren't interested, but if there is interest, then we'll, uh, document a little bit more of the process, but I'm excited. I'm we definitely go interested in seeing more. Honestly, because, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm like in the process of building out my streaming desk as well. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. really curious to see what you do. Yeah. And this one, like I said, the desk is both a little less deep and a little less long. So um, it's still near if I'm going to use it. But at least I kind of am doing the blueprint of what I want for the desk, like the aesthetic part of it. I'm going for a mostly all white setup. So that'll be, uh, you know, be kind of uh, something I've always wanted that I've never been able to do. So, um, yeah, I got the desk for like. I think it was like 40 bucks. It's like a $200 desk. So definitely nice. looking forward to uh, doing a little customization. And yeah, it was, it was really cool yesterday being able to like say like, I want these outlets here. I want these switches here. I want this here. I want this there because I've never been able to do that with all the spaces that I've ever had. It's like, I just moved in and had to m make everything fit where the power already was. So I think that's really cool. And then being able to, um, have the time to say like, okay, I'm going to paint it the color I want. I'm going to furnish it the way I want. I'm going to, you know, that we have, uh, a little bit more time. We're not like trying to move everything in quickly so we can stay on a schedule. It's going to be really nice. And then, you know, Victoria will have this space to convert into a guest bedroom or whatever she wants to do to it. So, uh, definitely really excited. And, uh, you know, something I've always dreamed of doing is building a collection room or like a studio and, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. So, uh, be sure to tune in for that. Like I said, it'll probably be the next month or two that this gets finished. But, uh, yeah, the, the the dream is becoming a reality. I definitely think you should film that, dude. I, I feel like sometimes the YouTube, YouTube algorithm is kind of weird because this video didn't even get pushed to me. And, like, I'm on this channel, obviously, all the time. Like, yeah. I even help on the channel. And it didn't get pushed to me. So, uh, But I think people like your joy of hobbying videos. And I don't know about you. Like, I wish I'd even filmed more of my, like, setting this room up as it You did happened. it fast. It looks awesome um, the way you did it. Thanks, buddy. But it was like it was it was fun to do. So like I almost wish I'd captured more of like my like my pain points, but also like some of the things yeah. that were like, okay, I figured this out now. Now I'm on the way, right? And so uh, yeah. just yeah, give the YouTube algorithm a chance to get it Bro, out to the, people. I think <laughs> the algorithm is brutal this this week. It has. We got like sixty. They just 000. turned it off. They just turned it yeah, off. We got like sixty thousand <laughs> views last week. It was awesome. Which I mean, I don't know for other people watching the channels you watch. That's that's pretty big for us. Yeah. I think I got like a hundred views this week total with everything. Yeah. So, oh man, they, like I said, they shut us. off a button and they just, uh, <laughs> fuck it. they build you up and they tear you down. Yeah. We'll um, win the lottery one day. One of us will win the lottery one day. Yeah, there we go. Let's, uh, <laughs> take a look at some news here. So Jazz Inc. Dioramas, they, um, had done a poll on their Facebook group, uh, the Jazz Inc. Dioramas Facebook group as to which Batmobile would be the next one that they produce. And the winner was the Batman, the animated series Batmobile, the one that's quite long. It's also admittedly very toyish, but he had posted uh, five days ago uh, suggestions from a, a, a member that he had found a rendered model that takes the design and I guess attempts to make it a little more realistic. And he was having some discussion with the members as to if this was a good idea 
or if he should stick with like basically exactly what's on screen. And I'm curious what you guys think, because I think for me personally, one of the biggest strengths of jazzing dioramas, you know, you are paying a little extra. There are some different things that you have to deal with, but I think it's the accuracy to what is shown on screen. A lot of times with the um, current slate of vehicles that they have, they have the, the schematics from the film. They have 3D models sometimes they can work from. So they can really get that as accurate as possible. And I think adding these details, while it will make for a more visually interesting Batmobile, I think it becomes then too far removed from what the fans originally wanted. And it's been an interesting discussion because I, I really don't think there's a way for Yost to really win here because in this post, in this thread, there's a lot of people that said, I would have never bought it before, but if you make it look more realistic, I'm now very interested. And then there's people that said that they voted for the original Batmobile intending that it would release as a sort of a one-to-one rip from the screen uh, from the cartoon version and they're now upset that it might be changed and uh we got moose in the in the in the comments saying the same thing you won't bite if it's not canon and i think i think that's kind of where i'd be at though i'm obviously not interested to purchase this at all but i think you know when those fans voted for it i think it would be weird to change that design and make it something like this and i think also from a figure standpoint there won't be any Batman to match this because the licensed and the third party ones, the ones that we've talked about the last few weeks, they're all basically trying as much as possible to be ripped straight from the screen and they won't match the details of this potential modernized version of the Batman, the anime series Batmobile. So Dean, I'm curious, do you think for this case, you know, obviously we we may not purchase it. We may not, might not have a lot of skin in the game, but would you rather see something like this be, sort of as off the pages of the uh, the animation model or something like this where it's a little bit of a hybrid? Yeah, so um, this is actually my absolute favorite Batmobile. Um, I always thought it was the coolest design, just really sleek and that like uh, art deco, just really beautiful design of this Batmobile. So for me personally, I would want it to look like it does in the show. Uh, and I think as six scale collectors, that's kind of what you want, right? Like the represent, like if I'm buying animated Batman stuff, I want it to look like animated Batman. Or if I'm mm-hmm. buying movie Batman stuff, I want it to look like movie Batman stuff or Star mm-hmm. Wars or Marvel, you know, there's comic versions of the characters and there's movie versions of the characters. So I think I, I, get the argument like well in six scale if it looks animated it's gonna look kind of goofy but i feel like well that's the point of buying the animated version of it but well said i could see why somebody would want it to look like this too it does look badass Mm -hmm. i think for me the determination would also be helped by knowing what price point this is going to come in at because if it's something like a 1500 to 2000 dollar vehicle then part of me would want more detail, almost more of a like a real look to it. I think the animated version, while I love Batman the Animated Series, you guys talk hear me talk about it like nonstop. I've got all the figures up above me. I love them. It's an animated show. And animated shows are tough to have accuracy because they're drawn different constantly. But one of the things I love about the animated series figures is their cell shading and their artwork. 
to translate that into a vehicle, I had the DC Direct version of the animated series vehicle, and it was kind of expensive for something that does look like a toy. So I can see Jazz Inc. not being able to win very easily with an animated look, depending on what price point he's going to end up ultimately asking for this vehicle. Even like the five to $800 range, half of what he charges now would feel expensive if you got this in hand and it had kind of a cheapest look to it because it's trying to mimic animated artistry. On the other hand, I still think it could be done well uh, in that animated form that would justify me considering it at a, again, an $800 price point, call it same as what I've paid for another vehicle. The only other deterrent though is that where the hell do you put it? Because this thing is historically like a coffin. It's like, it's like five feet long. I don't have a single table in this apartment where I could put that on. You'd even I, like the garage shelves, I think are mostly four feet. Uh, you'd have to get a custom display case. So once again, price point of the vehicle, how are you going to display it? Potentially price point of your display. Then what Batman do you pair it with? If it's not animated, then your animated ones will look weird. And the other Batmans have Bat vehicles available to them. So what do you do? So for me, this is a wait and see. I think I'll be excited with any direction they take because I love Batman the Animated Series. And it's going to be a cool looking vehicle. Um, but if I'll buy it, we'll determine, I think, more on the animated look if they can do that well. X-Men Supreme saying, Yo's posted a video talking about it and it's definitely worth a watch. Okay, well, I have not seen that yet. So definitely we'll check that out. Um, and Ben, when you're, when you're asking the question, what do you do? Get it or don't is the only response. Um, so this is one, I didn't vote in the poll at all, but this is one that on paper seemed like a better idea. Like, oh yeah, I love the animated series. I love that Batmobile. I would love to add a vehicle of it. But then in reality, when we're kind of faced with the questions of animated versus real, the size and where the heck do you display it? Like Ben was talking about. I think it becomes less and less appealing which which figure you would pose it with. So I think it's like a really, really cool concept that maybe should stay that way as just a concept. I know there's enough people that will uh, hopefully support this project. I'm definitely intrigued. Um, but I think, yeah, just the more that you think about it, the, the less practical it becomes, which is a bummer because I think SoSo Toys is doing an animated Batman um, as well as, you know, the other companies. Uh, S-Hero, I think, was the other one. Um, so I think uh, along with the Mondo op opportunities, so there are some that could maybe go well with this, but I think at the end of the, end of the day, it just feels like it's not particularly meant to be unlike the other cinematic iterations of the Batmobile. Um, real quick, Eddie, let me just jump in here. Uh, Yost was telling about his 89 Batmobile was the most accurate to the film. Now this one is not accurate to the original design. Sounds like flip-flopping, which fair point. Um, I also was in a in the group because he will he wanted to do Kaneda's bike from Akira, but the same way where it was not accurate to the animation, but like a realistic more design. And as somebody who wants a one six Kaneda motorcycle in the in my display, that was kind of my thing. I was like, if you make it like this. I'm out, but there's other one six Canada motorcycles on the market. So he was like, it would make sense to do something different. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I, I don't know. Um, what's the correct answer for this? You know, like in my head, I think that an animated style 
I think more people are going to be like like um, Dean and want more of that accuracy to the animation, especially since the one six figures that exist are closer to the animation. Even with the S hero stuff, they're closer to the animated look than they are to realism. So thinking pairing it with things i'm thinking animated would be better i do think the realism design is cool uh action figure academy said that maybe offering both might be an option i don't know if if juice like if the numbers check out on that if he thinks he could do both and kind of appeal to both of those markets i think that's a good idea um i i like this design i feel like there's stuff about it i don't like though so if he played with it it might be a little bit cooler but i don't know it's it's a tough it's a tough uh decision to make here i almost feel like he should have thought of that before putting this one in the poll because i do think that a lot of people like the idea of the animated one i think the first thing they thought when they saw oh animated i want that because that everybody loves that but at the same time no one was really thinking like this is going to be five feet long yeah uh like, is this uh, logical to have, you know, is it, and also, yeah, the price. I feel like if he doesn't animate it, like, I don't see a reason why it couldn't be, like, maybe six, seven hundred bucks instead of his normal, like, fifteen hundred, and then this one be a little bit more pricey. Um, yeah, I don't know. It It's a toss-up for sure. I think it's based on volume, too, right? If, if Hot Toys makes thousands of these, they can bring their price point down overall for volume cost, but if you make less... The still more I, expensive. The economy is yeah, I don't know. Scale, I feel like man. they always fall on that excuse for him. You I know? can see yeah. it though. Can see One it. thing as well, just to be very clear, I, I think this was just an idea, and I want to make sure that we're having that conversation in this frame of mind. That like, it, he, he this had won the poll. This was a suggestion he was bringing up to the group. So. Nothing's official. It's not like it's going to be this or it's going to be the the original way that I think most yeah. people intended. So um, there is a video on his page that um, clears things up. But, uh, yeah, when I saw this post, I was like, who's who is suggesting this? I was like, oh, shit, it's from Yoast himself. Like, uh, So I was kind of a bit surprised that he would even bring that up. But uh, apparently there's a video that uh, there may be some more information about. So. We'll have to check that out later. Um, let's see here. Going, uh, staying with DC rather. Uh, Black Adam was released. I think the head sculpt looks fantastic. I am not interested in the movie or the character, but credit where credit's due. When you compare this to uh, what is it, Road Roadblock from the old uh, GI Joe film, you can really see how Hot Toys has honed the craft of the one six scale portrait. And, uh, I mean, they fucking, they got the people's eyebrow. I don't think you can really ask for any more with a <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson portrait. So, um, again, not a huge fan, but credit where credit's due. I think this does look pretty spectacular. I think the suit itself with the, uh, with the etching on it or the sort of, uh, relief on it, I think it looks pretty fucking good. So, uh, not for me, but, uh, credit, you know, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I think this looks better than the prototype. I think this looks fantastic. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you, Zach. I was not a fan of the movie. Um, I don't really know the character, so I have no, like, I just want a black Adam in my display kind of guy. Uh, but yeah, I think the Dwayne Johnson likeness, really spot on. It'll be really cool for people on the secondary market who just want a Dwayne Johnson head for, like, a custom 
the rock figure that they're working on or whatever but yeah this is honestly it looks badass i just not tied to that character so i won't be getting it uh just for the tl didn't watch ryan dean says i just joined in hey y'all but i'm pretty sure yo said in today's video that if he does it animated and five foot long it's still going to be fifteen to eighteen hundred or fifteen to two thousand dollars. So, Ooh. yeah, I didn't realize it was a second video from today. But uh, Eddie, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, a twin of yours, some may say. <laughs> uh, oh dude, God. I think this came out sick, man. Like, I think it's going to be an imposing figure. I saw a sideshow's first look video, and it looked even better in the video. Um, when it first was released, something was off about the neck to me. Like, like it was a really skinny neck. It didn't match the way his shoulders look and his, his head. But they nailed it, dude. Like, I definitely think it looks better. And I was looking at a bunch of pics on Instagram. And um, some of those people overseas that got it already and are taking some really nice pics. Like, dude, it's sick. I like it a lot. I think it's going to look sick next to uh, either a, a Batfleck or... A, uh, soups, uh, Henry Cavill soups. So I'm, a, I didn't have it on order. I wasn't going to get it. I, I like black Adam. I don't love it. Uh, and then I kind of hate what it, it did to Cavill and DC. Like that really pissed me off what the rock did to Cavill and DC kind of screwed that whole thing over, but the figure I looks think good. It was the rock. He brought him back. He wasn't the one. No, but it. there was like, well, I heard stories that like the rock, lied to him to get him back hmm. and like yeah there was a bunch of stuff but i i think the rock was heavily at fault for the dc universe not continuing Allegedly. so um but i ended up pre-ordering the the black suit version because i wanted the hood but the more i looked at pictures dude i don't know man the gold one looks really good too so i'm like did i make a mistake because I know someone's gonna make a custom hood, right? Like uh, OT Customs or I just bought the hood on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I know. I wasn't thinking about it, but um, my brother's gonna pick up the gold one, so at least in hand we'll be able to compare them both. And if he ends up liking the black suit better, then maybe we trade or something. But yeah, yeah. So for my personal checklist, things that I like about this figure, I think the head sculpt is really strong. I think. You know, like Eddie said, the body came out really nice. I actually enjoyed the film. I didn't think it was good. I thought there were some really like horrendous parts of it, but I had a fun time watching it. Um, so yeah, overall, I think that this is a really nice addition. I like the deluxe base as well. Um, is this one that I'm considering? Perhaps, but I, I'm very, very heavily towards pass on this one for now because there's just so much stuff coming out that I, you know, ones like this are like, do I really need Black Adam? It is The Rock. I wasn't necessarily a huge Rock fan at all. Why did you say it like yeah. that? Why, why emphasize that the made black, me, bro? Uh, uncomfortable. What did he say? <laughs> Y'all are projecting some weird stuff there, but Black it's Adam. RB. Yeah. Don't call me Ben. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, just this is one that is cool, but I think it's going to be a really safe one to pass on. But again, don't judge me if, you know, a few months from now we see a really good deal and it ends up in the collection. 
So this is a weird one for me. I went to see this film with a buddy. We had a great time. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest movie ever. It was just a popcorn movie. It was a boy's night. You know what I mean? You have a couple beers, you go watch a superhero flick, and we had fun with it. Uh, I went out and bought the McFarlane figure and really disliked that figure, to be honest. It has weird joints all over the place. The likeness to Dwayne isn't really great. Um, and so I was like, screw it. I'll, I'll wait for the Hot Toys. And then Inart had kind of floated for a little while there that they might do Black Adam. Uh, I think he was part of one of their lists at one point. So I was like, okay, obviously I'm, it's, I'm not waiting for any rooting, but like their faces are pretty fantastic. So I might wait to see, at least on the pre-order, if Inart does it better. Uh, and then Inart recently, uh, in an interview with John, he confirmed, yeah, it sounds like Black Adam from them is pretty much dead at this point. So then I'm thinking, okay, I'll wait to see what the Hot Toys one looks like, but I'm not loving the prototype. I thought the nose was a little bit oddly shaped. I thought there was some weird length in the neck, like Eddie said. Didn't totally love it, but was probably going to get it anyways at some point just down the road, because I think it would be cool to have a Dwayne Johnson in my collection. Like, he's a pretty iconic person just overall, like him or not. He's pretty iconic in the world. So I thought that was, would be a cool figure to have, a representation of him uh, in. And so pre-order comes up, I see the photo, and I'm like, oh my god, I actually think it looks better than the original prototype. Get super excited, go over to Pop Culture, and I order the black-suited version, because I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm going to lock this in. I think it looks sweet. I text Eddie, and I'm like, hey, I locked in this order. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you didn't want the extra head? Didn't do my homework, obviously, at all. Didn't even realize the deluxe version came yeah. with a whole second head, which is as iconic like the people's eyebrow. So I'm like, shit. Zach, so... <laughs> don't miss this opportunity. So now, now, <laughs> now. So no head. So now I have $80 in credits in NRD with Pop Culture and the deluxe version of the black suit. That was one of my favorite scenes from the film was him wrecking dudes with the hood up in the black outfit at the beginning. So that's the reason I chose that suit. But I do agree with you, Eddie. After seeing some of the reveals of it and, and like more pictures shown, I do think that the like the emblem pops so much more on the gold version. And so for that yeah, reason, I kind of like, right? It, it, but it's, but even the black one has kind of a gold, like gold imprinting inside of it, oh, but it's no, like, no. it's not like fully illuminated. So it doesn't totally look like the lightning bolt in some photos, which I don't like as much. And obviously this is slightly more comic inspired, even though without the widow's peak haircut, how comic accurate really is it? So I'm going to stick with the black one, but yeah, don't pull a me. The deluxe has uh, an extra head. Man, my, my man, you're killing me. You, you kind of missed a step there. So did you reach out to pop culture and say, oh, I actually want this other one? Or what, what was... I did, but because there? I'd already paid the NRD, um, mm -hmm. they were like, we'll give you a credit back, basically. That's, so hey, now that's worth it. You're going to buy it. Well, now I, now I have to immediately go buy something else, obviously, with that $85 credit. I hate to see it. Does yeah. it expire? My God. I didn't actually ask. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't done, I haven't looked at it. I've been too busy with work this week. <laughs> Next time you're about to pre-order something, take a deep fucking breath. Give me a call and I'm going to walk you through this. All right? We're in it together. <laughs> I'm glad Eddie mentioned something because I would have been so yeah. pissed if I, I get the figure eventually and realize there's no second head in the it's box. It's because um, I double-checked to make sure that the deluxe was worth it because I thought maybe the deluxe was just the base. And I don't mm -hmm. care for those bases, so. But when I checked, yeah, he comes with the people's eyebrow, so. Yeah, and that's that's also another reason why we did the show, right? Like, to 
educate people on how to order, where to order, you know, like make sure you read this and that. And these are mistakes I've made. Like it's all valuable information. So don't feel too bad, Ben. You're helping somebody. Your mistake has now helped somebody not make I hope so. Mistake. I hope so. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've never made a mistake, but. Uh, well, no. those shoes might say otherwise, but. Uh, Holy shit. Let's see here. Um, Paco, did you give your opinion or you don't oh, care? Oh, sorry. I think he, I thought he did. No, I did. I did. Oh, I said, man, I maybe I we'll it. get it. I maybe won't. Oh. You know, I'm just on the fence per usual. Yeah, you did. Uh, you know, well in the, the chat. Exactly. I did it just for him. Yeah. There we go. Um, we can blow through this very quickly. Common suit, black sun. Black, as uh, some might say. Uh, black sun. This is limited to a thousand pieces. It's a Hot Toys oh, exclusive. Yeah. And um, I, I guess this must be a really big license uh, overseas but uh you know i, I would yeah, say they... i'm not particularly stoked for it but uh i mean it's good to see them continuing the line right yeah uh, yeah i think it's yeah. like amazon amazon relaunched the series so it's like a new version of the show yeah uh i believe i, I don't know actually now that i look at it, i don't know i think this might be the good guy i i i'm with you zach i don't know anything about common rider but like you said, good to see them continue the line, work on stuff other than Star Wars and Marvel, yeah. you know, release stuff for, you know, somebody out there has been wanting this guy. So now this uh, is the battle damage version as well for the uh, exclusive limited part. So he does have some intricate scars uh, and interchangeable faces that have battle damage. And I think, Ben, you said this base was a reuse. So uh, we'll see looks like it anyways. Before, it yeah. even has the Wolverine slashes at the top. They clearly Jesus just took Christ. the grass off and changed them. The same. It's the same for sure. Um, this somebody did mention in my Let's Get Nuts chat the other day though, and I thought it was a great idea. I can't remember who it was, so I'd give them a shout out if I could. But um, this, if you're not familiar with the character, could still be a really cool stand-in just as a villain character against like Power Rangers or like one of those types of sci-fi alien. Uh, like evil, evil bads, you know what I mean? And I think this is even a hero character potentially, but still like this could be cool uh, posed up against your Rangers or something along those lines. If you just think it's a, you know, objectively a cool figure, but Hey, it's, it's really funky looking though. It's very, very funky. Yeah. And I don't think we ever got any one six scale putties. So got to do something else. This does remind me of Beetleborgs cause I'm a nerd and I loved Beetleborgs back in the day, but I'm probably I'm offending somebody right now. I apologize. I think that might've been where they got inspired from cause common writers old. Yeah. Maybe. I can see it. Switching gears to Hot Toys, the 3PO, C3PO was announced, uh, released, rather. And I I feel like I need to see more photos. I almost feel like I want the gold to be more chromey, but I know, I believe this is, this is the Return of the Jedi version. Right. If I'm not mistaken, and I, I do, I think it is a little toned down, but I don't know. I feel like it's, it's not, it's there, but it's not quite there for me. In some parts, it looks really good, like the shoulder areas, and then in other parts, like the forearms and the elbows, it looks like something you would get out of like a gold rattle can. I, I don't know. Like the thighs look really good, but then you get to like the arms, and the arms don't look super great so i i just don't know it looks the sculpt looks fantastic and the the scale with um r2 i think looks great there's just something about the gold that i i wish it was a bit 
more chrome. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I could be wrong. Once people get this in hand, I 100% could be wrong. But um, TK said, is the audio low for anyone else? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, Dean, what do you think about this? Uh, I love uh, C-3PO. I've wanted one forever. This isn't the version I want, but it'll do for now. Uh, I do agree with you in some bits, like his thighs, his chest, shoulders, maybe like the forehead area. It looks chromey enough for Return of the Jedi. But yeah, the arms kind of lose, lose that detail um and maybe like up towards like the collarbone but like you said it could just be the lighting these are obviously like in like some kind of studio photo so in hand photos will really show us but um yeah this i honestly can't wait to get it wow apparently our audio is low uh i can turn it up i guess there's not like a global audio slider that i can adjust i don't think so Maybe we're all just speaking a little bit low today. Turn your volume up. Talk louder. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I did have one setting turned down. That may have been my bad. Jeez. Um, to see it. Well, no, for me, but that wouldn't have affected you guys. Um, yeah, I have mine cranked because we were playing. Yeah, divers. My, my audio may have been an issue. My apologies. Um, I can't wait to get this guy in my collection. I've got him on order. I've had him on a payment plan for the last year, I think overall. And so he kind of just slowly paid off and it was one of those figures that like, now that it's coming, I'm super excited. I, you know, had the, this or that feeling of the attack of the a clones version of C3PO. But I like, while that figure is so beautiful looking, like when I close my eyes and think about C3PO, it's a gold version. Um, and while there are subtle differences between some of his other gold versions, I do think that I could pass this off as kind of my definitive C-3PO in the collection. It wouldn't feel like a, a version I need multiples of, despite the fact that I totally know Hot Toys is smart and they're going to give us all the different colors of protocol uh, droids. There's going to be the white ones. And I think there's, is there red ones? I think I saw a brown one or a black one in there at one point. Like there's a lot, a lot of colors. And so... <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it would be awesome uh, having your, your droid set up. But I would probably only get the, the gold version exclusively. So I'm excited to get them in hand and, and give you guys my thoughts on it. I think the only worry I have in terms of displaying this guy is I probably won't put a CCFL in him or anything along those lines. Uh, so I think he's going to kind of just look turned off most of the time. I don't know how I would run any wires through the cabinet. So... Uh, that that's unfortunate because I think he's going to look dead or turned off. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, really, really excited for this one. I do need to figure out, though, if you guys can help me in the chat, I still haven't really got a good definitive R2-D2 suggestion. Uh, and I only want one R2-D2 to pair along with them. So let me know if you guys think uh, there's one that I should chase or look for. Yeah, so when they announced the Attack of the Clones version, we all knew this was coming, right? But I, I was a bit bummed because I was like, we have to wait a while. And the fact that this was a really quick turnaround is not surprising, but... It is welcomed, right? Because now we are getting the version that we all wanted. Perhaps there are others that feel burnt because they went in on the, the previous version and now they want this, but you know, we all knew it was coming. So uh, I get, again, not a huge shock, but this uh, pose right here on the left, right? With R2, that's perfect. I think all of us want to create that on our shelves and I just can't wait to do so. So yeah, turned out perfect. And, and just Ben, I would say um, fusion reactors, it might be a good option for you. You're saying you're not, you don't know where to run wires, but 
I'm sure with these Billy bookshelves, you could find a way to maybe drill a small hole behind one of the uh, one of the shelves or something where there's a will, there's a way. So yeah, I think this one might be essential for a fusion reactor. I don't know that Will's going to help him do it, but maybe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see it. Um, I think it looks great. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to get it, but now that Han's coming out, like I'm going to go down this OT rabbit hole. So I think I will try to pick it up at some point, but not, it's not like it's low on the, on the list. Like I have a bunch of stuff coming and this guy's low, but at some point I'll try and uh, grab him. But I think he looks great. I think he, I think at the end of return of the Jedi with the award ceremony, I think he was super shiny. So if they do that, I think he's shinier, but as far as the way he looks right here, I mean, looks fine. So, yeah. And then, Ben, I think the difference between the 2018 R2 and then the Attack of the Clones one is just the weathering. Rocket. rocket well, yeah, and the, yeah. the rocket boost. But, like, I mean, as far as the look, I think if you wanted more weathered, get the Attack of the Clones. If you wanted less weathered, get that. Um, whatever that 2018 release was. People are saying the Force Awakens uh, one. Yeah, or, that one I don't think has any panels. It's just yeah, like I have the Force Awakens statue. ones, and yeah, it, there's no accessories. But I don't like doing all that shit with my R2 anyway. Like I'll mm -hmm. never display it that way. Mm -hmm. So I I felt no need to go buy another R2. And if you could get that one yeah. cheap enough, I doubt it's probably worth anything. Uh, comparatively yeah. to the I other think, ones that are out, I'd pick it up pretty I think cheap. that's where it's at, Ben, is like they're all going to be like a negligible difference. I mean, to me personally. So I'd say whatever one you can get cheapest, just go for that. Cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, chat, let me know, I guess, if my mic sounds better. I turned up the gain a little bit, and I put everyone on the panel up just a little bit higher. Uh, let's see here. We also got the Kenobi Vader uh, blogger photos. And the friggin' portrait looks sick. I feel like... Can someone look up when this was first solicited? Because people were saying it took a long time, but I feel like it doesn't feel like it took that long for us to get blogger photos. Um, I think it looks fantastic. Um, I This was one that, uh, you know, I was tempted to pre-order. I'm glad... I wouldn't say I'm glad that I didn't, but... I. I'm not going to have a, a huge amount of FOMO for it, but I do think this is one of the most badass looks of Anakin slash Vader that we've seen. And I'm really happy for people that got this. I think Hot Toys delivered. I think the portrait looks great. I think the way that it fits in the helmet looks great. And uh, I think the accessories that you get to swap out parts look fantastic. And yeah, I think they fixed a lot of the um, complaints that I had with the uh, Rogue One style Vader. Uh, you know, these, these large pleats, the, the weird cod piece, which I think those may have just been the costume from, um, the, um, um, rogue one version. But yeah, this, this looks fantastic. And I'm, I'm just thrilled for anyone that has this on order. Yeah, this is a piece I want, but I'm also not tripping over myself to get, uh, Zach and I worked tirelessly on making me my ideal vader i mean zach that took us took us months over a year yeah just you know looking for parts and then getting them and trying them that didn't work let's try this and wow this was two years ago thank you marco that's crazy that, it does it not does feel not like, feel like two years, years. 
Because I remember when this dropped, I want to say this was one of the first, uh, Marco, correct me if I'm wrong, this is one of the first figures where they did the, um, I think it was like the timed limited exclusive where you had like to pre-order it by a certain time to get the exclusive. Am I, am I remembering I that correctly? It, yeah, I think the holograms showcase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was like yeah. four or five figures where to, to get it, you had to pre-order it within that window. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, this is badass. I usually don't like having double up on characters, save for Luke Skywalker, just because his outfit is so different every movie. Um, but Vader, this might be a good fucking Vader to get uh, a get a second version of. So I, this may end up in my collection eventually. I mean, it's intimidating. It's badass. You get the cool sculpt. Uh, I love it. I think it's really fucking fantastic. Eddie's too busy engaging with mute. the chat, so I'm Eddie. gonna I'm gonna Fine, jump man. up here. Yeah, uh, go for it, Eddie. Go for it. I don't have much to say. It looks cool. I like the only thing that makes me want it is the damage head portrait. Other than that, I think I'll go with the Return of the Jedi um, Vader just because it's the OT one. I I do need one. I used to have the Empire Strikes one, the 40th anniversary one, but I sold it. Uh, you know, go figure. But uh, I will get a Vader back. It, it, Part of me just doesn't want this one because it's Kenobi and I hated Kenobi. So, yeah. You know me, I, I try really hard That's not fair. to be a hype beast. I'm like, let me think about it. Let me take in all the data or data. Um, might get it, <laughs> might not. But this is one that is a must have. I'm sorry. There is enough that comes with this and the Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader, that they both warrant a spot in your collection. I think the looks are different enough, the bases are different enough, all the accessories. I think the only thing is when you invest in this deluxe version, you probably have to go out and get a custom wired cape because you see a lot of the blogger photos with the wiring of the cape looks incredible. And then I'm seeing a lot of buzz around the CCFLs. I haven't personally taken that plunge, but with a Darth Vader, I feel like I'm going to need one of them with a lit up lightsaber. So I'm going to start looking a little bit more into how I augment. But yeah, this looks incredible. Like it came out just as nice as I could have imagined. I was a bit afraid that this particular sculpt was gonna be really soft. You know, the damage wasn't gonna look great or the face inside wasn't gonna look great, but damn, they nailed it. So they knew they had to get this one right and they did. And I'm looking forward to hearing how Ben's gonna add this one as well. Cause I, I know Return of the Jedi and ESB, it's not gonna be enough for him. This one's too good. Oh man, I I didn't realize how aggressive the cod piece was until watching this video. I was like, it is literally really large but uh he's a younger man he needs to protect ben his bits size. he needs to protect his bits boys he, uh, fair enough so but no honestly i've been struggling i don't think he I, has I, those anymore it's just for, saying for, for crypt, maybe not yeah <laughs> he got burned up i hate to see it he uh, i got the esb version the empire strikes back version for myself for christmas because i was feeling vader fomo i was really hoping i'd get this guy by christmas he didn't come so i was like screw it i'm just gonna put another vader in the collection but I also had the Return of the Jedi version on order, and I had this guy paid off. And so I'm like, okay, I don't think I need legitimately three Vaders in my collection. I, I, like, I know there are completionist collectors out there that definitely need all the versions. Totally get that. Respect it if you can do it. For me, I feel like I want more like one definitive version, max two. 
So what I think I'm going to do, this is what I, like, you guys tell me if you think this is a good, a good idea. I think I'm going to take the battle damage version of this here, obviously, because it's battle damaged. I don't know why I would display this clean when you have that option. And I think I'll take the clean version of the Return of the Jedi and sell the ESB version. Even though I like the figure, the helmet really does piss me off how it kind of pops itself up a little bit and elongates the mask. Uh, Zach had called that out to me before I even bought it, and... It, it's true. Like, even with a little stick tack, it's really annoying. So, I love the Empire Strikes Back version, but I think if I'm going to have the two Vaders, those are different enough looks that I could justify this uh, the collection space. So, yeah, I'm going to sell the SB, I think. That's the a path bases forward, look really cool on those. Yeah. God, it's incredible. Like, so... they really went all out. Yeah. Does, the, does the battle damage part of the head look soft to either of you guys? Or any of you guys, I mean? Like, it looks a little soft when it I was mean, you kind in. of expected... Hot Toys doesn't really do battle damage with incredible detail, but I feel like it's as nice as they could have possibly done for their standards, which is, again, not super, super detailed, but it's not too soft. I do like how they went all out and gave the one eye the purr system. That's cool. Like, yeah. it's only one eye, but they still gave it movability. That's kind of cool. And, I, would, and I, like I, I saw a few collectors say, why would I want this version of Vader? Because this is the scene where he lost the fight. But, like, it's still a really cool freaking look. And it's the only battle damage Vader, I think, from my recollection. Zach, you could tell me here shortly if I'm, if I'm wrong on that. But also, even the Return of the Jedi version, I would argue that's the moment you truly recognize that he's kind of a frail, sad old man under a scary costume. And that intimidating force of Darth Vader that we have come to fear throughout these other movies, you realize he's just a man who's lost his hope and is willing to sacrifice himself for the hope that is Luke Skywalker. And like, that is also a scene of Darth Vader losing, despite it being so cathartic and emotional. So yeah, it's like what they don't have the dark side Anakin figure. He fucking lost big that time. Like, <laughs> like what? What Anakin figure do you have? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If that's what that, you go off. What he said in this scene was the lamest line in Star Wars. So yeah, I hate yeah. it for that reason. Which, well. which line? The you know if you're worried about. Or if you feel bad about killing Anakin, don't be. I, I killed, killed him. him. Like, stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah. There's worse. There's worse. But I will say, like, well, this Ray is kind Skywalker of a cool bridge. <laughs> 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 agreed. Agreed. First thing we've ever agreed upon. Um, it's like a cool bridge between um, Anakin and Vader, though, right? Because they've done such a good job of almost trying to separate the two characters. It's like, no, Anakin's a tragic hero. Vader's the villain. But to kind of see that middle ground is, is really awesome. Or the high ground, if you will. Yeah. Uh, DJ says Vader was never scary in the OT. He moved like a geriatric old man in those movies. He was. He was a geriatric old man by that point. I, I don't care what anybody says. The first time you see somebody you know, force choke out somebody else, you realize you don't have to run in their direction. You can just force choke them across the table. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think he force jerked off? Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's like just with his mind. Who wouldn't? <laughs> I, yeah, you wouldn't find me for years, I think. He's yeah. like, where's my prostate? Oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, like, wow. I think Eddie's right. I don't think he has a peen anymore. Yeah, that's got to be uh, got to be all like it beef jerky shriveled. Away. And... He breathes, breathes heavy for a reason, boys. I'm pretty sure penises aren't lava proof. Uh, not that I know. I checked, yeah. Black ones are. Wow. Okay. Uh, we have oh, the Superior Spider-Man Hot Toys 285 releasing October to March. 
2025. My initial knee-jerk, off-the-cuff reaction was, eh. And then I looked at it, and I was like, you know what? They might be fucking cooking something here, because this thing actually looks kind of dope. I think the black and the red scheme looks fantastic. I think the uh, spider legs look really well done. It's hard to tell if it's just a gloss paint or a chrome paint. Either way, I think it looks fantastic. And uh, I don't know that I would add this to the collection necessarily, but it's cool to see that they're continuing on with the multiple suits from the Spider-Man game. So very excited for this. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, I think Nick from uh, Nick's Collectibles said this was one of the coolest Spider-Man he's ever seen. And that man knows a thing or two about spiders. So if he says it's a cool Spider-Man, I'm, I'm trusting what he has to say. Wow. High praise. Uh, yeah, when this first got dropped, I was like, um, I guess, like, whatever. And then, you know, you guys were posting pictures in the, in the show sheet chat, and I was like, actually, this thing kind of fucking, it's really cool looking. Um, I'm not a big fan of the black and red on a Peter Parker. Um, it was just, you know, I love that blue and red clashing. It's like vibrant you know it pops out at you so i was just very mad about it but it honestly looks pretty fucking cool i i don't know about the arms like that super red kind of ultra glossy kind of are throwing me off a little bit but honestly pretty sick um i haven't played this game so i have no idea what the superior suit is or does or how it functions or what it uh how important it is to the story so i don't it's know not. if i would actually want to get this so but just you know objectively it's fucking sweet i like it it's just the skin oh okay i forgot that i'm after dean uh <laughs> Yeah, it looks really cool. I like the red and black. I like the legs a lot. Um, I like the asymmetrical web lines. The only thing that throws it off for me is I like wider lenses on a Spider-Man figure, and these are, like, super slim. I don't know that it's a deal-breaker, but I would like it even more if it had a, more of a McFarlane kind of eyes. I know it's not accurate for it, maybe, but, um, yeah, I I wouldn't get it either anyway because... Um, I think someone mentioned earlier like oh like with the black adam like people were saying you can skip something it's funny how people have those points when it's like a figure like that that is sick but then when it's like comes to this oh it's really cool i'm gonna get it okay what happened to all that talk earlier but yeah cool not gonna get it yeah this is i love the colorway the black and red the bread if you will if we're talking about jordans i loved the upgraded oh, suit um from spider-man Far From Home, that's one of my favorite suits in general. And so I think this kind of has a little flavor of that mixed in with just, well, because it is a villain, right? It is a villain's mind in this Spider-Man. It kind of has a villain, villain-esque look to it as well. So I, I just dig all of it. But that being said, again, similar to the Black Adam, I just feel like I'm going to have to pass for now because let's see what deals come up. There's all these figures are still available. I just pre-ordered Padme. Like they're they're still around even when they sell out on Sideshow. So I don't feel compelled to like I, I got to go pre-order even though I like it. So I'm gonna take a deep breath, unlike Ben, and uh, let's wait this one out and see if it eventually comes 
um, to the collection, but waiting on a deal for now. I've got collection stamina, son. Don't worry about it. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny you brought up the Far From Home suit because it's basically the Stark suit, but black and red. And I picked that up from Zach. And yeah, I just, I don't like black and red on my Spidey. I sold it immediately. Wow. I was like, I just don't like this. Like as much as Damn. I thought I you would. know, Gigi said the same thing. She was like, you know, I just don't like this, uh, this color on Spider-Man, but I disagree. I love the black and red Spider-Man. Hmm. So I've got the See black and red Spider-Man, the uh, upgraded suit from the Tom Holland verse. And I love that version. It feels to me like I don't need necessarily this suit. Um, I've got the symbiote suit on order, which I'm really excited about uh, for my representation of my love for the game. Um, I think that symbiote suit's going to be pretty awesome. There was a lot of suits in that game that I enjoyed playing, though. I really liked playing the comic-inspired Venom suit, uh, Venom symbiote suit. It had like a, like the blue and red, almost like those old 3D glasses look um, kind of sheen over top of it. That was really cool. If they can pull that off in a figure form, I would I would consider. But uh, for me, the coolest part of the game is that you get to collect all the suits in the game. And anytime you want to look at that suit, you can actually go play as Spider-Man and swing around a cool city. So it actually incentivized me less to buy some of the collectibles because I feel like I've got a collection of those suits already in existence that I can play with. Uh, Add a new tap this... out excuse right there. Already got it in the it's video. It's kind of true. I literally can play it in the in the game. I enjoy it there, so I don't feel the need to collect this at all. Uh, I would be curious to find out what people's ideal Spider-Man collections are, because if they end up announcing another eight to ten of these suits, like they did for the first game, uh, our people's Spider Verses are going to get to be epic collections, uh, but really cool ones potentially as well. If Spider-Man's your guy, so. Uh, this being kind of controlled by Doc Ock and the storyline around that, I've come to learn since this figure came out. Uh, it sounds like a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool storyline. So I don't know. I think it's cool, but objectively, even though I think it's cool, I'm definitely not going to buy it. <laughs> That's the way she goes. All the reasons. There we go. Everyone, everyone, good on this one. We're good. 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 Uh, this is the Mondo 1-6 scale Rogue. Now, I've seen before, right, right before we started recording, I started seeing some people comment that I guess the special edition was not a timed edition. It was a quantity that was the limiting factor. Yeah. And I guess it's, I guess, waitlisted or sold out on Mondo's page already, but it's uh, 235 for the uh, exclusive, 210 for the regular and people are freaking out that they are not able to get this uh, exclusive. Uh, I think it's a must-have, and I think this figure looks fantastic. Yeah, Rogue's always been pretty damn sexy. Um, yeah, a thousand-piece limited. Yeah, it sold out within an hour, I think. Uh, it, went, it went live. Jesus. It went live noon today. Um, Central time. And yeah, by the time the chat was talking about it, it was already gone. I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." Um, but yeah, I like it. I think it's. I think it looks badass. Um, I like the sculpt with the black lipstick and the the. I, uh, calm the hair. hair. It's not so like eighties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real sexy. I like it a lot. Uh, kind of a shame it's only in the exclusive version, but I mean, I guess that's. Luck of the draw. But, uh, yeah, classic look, iconic. 
Uh, it's going to look good with all the other figures they've done. I was pissed because I joined the like the the pre-order slot probably about 26 minutes in, uh, and it had already sold out on my side here. Uh, I was late what coming was... out of a meeting from work so fast. What were you going to say? What was this, the pre-order situation like? Was it a queue like Sideshow does, or how, how do they do it? I had it through my phone, so I don't know if it would be the same for everybody, but it looked like a queue to me. Because like, when I tried to log in, it said it was already sold out. And gotcha. so I was like, okay, well, great. Uh, which sucks, because I've got the Gambit, uh, like the like the deluxe one from like eight months ago on the way, uh, which I'm really excited about. So I ended up getting the standard version. Uh, which we can, I think I shared a picture. I don't know if you got it on there, buddy, but uh, obviously it comes with everything that's not in the exclusive window. The downfall with that exclusive window is I love the couple different looks that you get for Roke, or for, oh my God, for Roke here. Um, but I also think like that that piece, like that, that head sculpt there, like the battle damage look for a display in the Mondo series could look so cool. And so it's disappointing people missed it. Um, but just go, uh, just good to show, uh, just good to see that obviously the popularity is there. I think this highlights the fact that limited numbers, anytime any company puts a limited amount of anything on, collectors will buy it uh, because it's limited. And so I feel like they should take that lesson more in, in other companies, but maybe not. I think that they kind of fumbled the bag a bit on this one, though, because the limited mm. stuff that they locked behind here is too good to be this limited, I think. They would have been fine, you sure. know, doing one of these head sculpts. Obviously, it moved plenty of units, so no knock on them for that. Mm -hmm. But the Sentinel head, head, or excuse me, the base or whatever the piece um, has no business being behind like a, it's going to go in five minutes exclusive. Like that stinks because as a full package, I definitely would have considered this. But, you know, once you strip out all those additional accessories, I'm, I'm good at the prices they want. I'm, I'm completely good. And especially knowing, you know, I've already got my Anna Marie from So-So. We know um, Hono's doing X-Men that are comic-inspired. X-Men 97's coming out. So there's a high likelihood that Hono or, or Hot Toys is going to do, um, you know, a, a rogue in this style. So, yeah, I think that they kind of fucked up a little bit here. It's cool that it's sold out, but I think that they could have moved more units by being a bit more strategic mm -hmm. with what they included in the exclusive versus the, the standard release. X-Men Supreme... Oh, go Sorry. Ahead, I was just going to say it makes a good point because he says here, I think they messed up by making uh, a limit of three per customer. Oh, that's brutal. That was, that's oh, shitty. Okay. Like for a thousand piece release, that is really shitty. That's a good call out. <laughs> yeah, I don't a know thousand why companies do that shit. Nothing. That's fucking stupid. They just want to sell. They don't give a fuck about the customer. They just want to sell the stuff. Yeah, a thousand pieces is not a lot at all. Mm -hmm. It was 10 minutes isn't that quick though, right? I'd be more I mad mean, if it sold out in a minute. Technically, Eddie, you're not wrong. Relative to this hobby, I think that's pretty yeah. quick. To but this hobby, you're right. Like to Nike use or Funko, that's in or even, even to like me, but the hell divers trying to get a surf server spot. Yeah, <laughs> but if Ben joined and he wasn't able to get it, then you know the the time is sold out is kind of inconsequential, right? It's just yeah. it was one of those where you just couldn't get it unless you were you had the luck of the draw. Yeah. Are you, you were there on time, Ben? No, I was about 26 minutes in or like past okay, the time. So oh, okay. your point I, I, mis I misunderstood yeah. what he said. But I was, I, I was, you said you joined I mean, I was, no, I was stuck at work and then like logged into the Mondo site and it was already sold out. And X-Men said it wasn't Q, it was literally first come first serve. So if that's the case, then 
yeah, I mean, it was literally less than a half an hour past the window. So that's, for yeah. me, that was my first experience ever having that. I, I, in fact, I was going to make a video about this figure this afternoon because I thought I had time to actually do so. And it's like, what's the point? It's sold out. Nobody can get it anyways. It's crazy that Mondo's becoming more and more, like, popular and it's selling out quicker. And They're it makes cool me figures. think, like, I wonder what's going to happen with the Spider-Man figures. Dude, I swear to God, if they make those limited... Yeah, they're, well, they're general. definitely going to do the same kind of thing, I think, with like an exclusive or limited or timed editions. Or Yeah. They're good yeah. figures. You get a lot with them, and the price point is still pretty freaking reasonable considering. So, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was cool to see the, the X-Men Evolution Rogue Head because that unlocked, like, a memory of watching X-Men animated shows when I was a kid because, like, I remember watching X-Men animated series, but I think I watched Evolution even more. Because um, when I saw that, I was oh, like, oh, yeah. dang, that's like my ideal rogue look. And I didn't mm -hmm. even realize like what it was from. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, I did watch this cartoon. So that was crazy. Yeah. Now, there was a Gambit that uh, was the regular edition. This one was $200. And... Um... The expected release date for that one was June 2024. Dean, you said this was the counter counter release to the uh, either timed or limited version that was released uh, by Ben's estimation about eight months ago. So yeah, um, quite yes. the the delay. But tell me about it. Yeah, so the first one was a timed release. Uh, it came with a few more accessories and one other head. Uh, there was like a energy chain uh, uh, a deck of playing cards that he could hold uh like out like in a sh fan which feels like a really shitty thing to not include with gambit at all um but yeah that was there and like maybe like one other accessory uh that was the timed release so i guess they were saving this regular version for this moment to pair with rogue um like i said minus one head sculpt you don't get those extra accessories so it's basically the exact same figure um but yeah 200 bucks uh if you ordered her and him they'll uh, get there around the same time so um it is weird that it's not a soft goods jacket considering we saw one with uh what's his name from uh uh the thing well, Logan, right? Didn't Logan have a leather jacket? Mondo one? Oh, did he? I don't know. Uh, or was it... Um, was it Jubilee that had the jacket? I think hers was plastic, too. Can you do me a favor, Zach, and also play the um, A Man Can Only Admit When He Was Wrong for, for Dean for me? <laughs> um, hang on one second. No, maybe it wasn't Jubilee. Was it... I thought it was the Logan, then. No, Logan had a plastic jacket, I'm pretty sure. Are you certain? Pretty confident. You're right, yeah. Fuck, there was something recently that had... Yeah, it was just from the thing. Yeah, the McCready. Oh, the yeah, McCready. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah, as I said, Prince Adam had soft touch material as well. Dean, I give you I give you two of these. Yay. Uh, let's see here. Five points. Can I, and, can, I, uh, can, I send, uh, can I send Dean a little dingle as well? Just, uh, uh, well, uh, this is from, from uh, Ben here. Yes. A man can only admit when he was wrong and ask forgiveness 
Let's move on because we got uh, some other things to talk about. We have uh, <laughs> a Game Toys Cloud Strife security officer uniform, soldier first class, and dress version. Yeah. Uh, so Cloud Strife uh, appears in many different games and different uniforms. So Game Toys is teasing the Shinra, basically the basic soldier, the security officer, uh, which is dope i feel like i'm probably gonna get this one um he's a bit younger a little more green in the gills uh, again it's cloud i love him uh the soldier first class outfit is uh not something he he does wear it but it's it's not like super important um he's like comatose uh, and he's being rescued while he's in it, so it's kind of like I don't really need that one. Um, but the cl- the cloud and the dress is really funny. I definitely didn't get to this part in the game. Oh man, you haven't played a lot of the game then, because this is not that far into the game. Uh, it's super hilarious and very iconic. I don't think I'm gonna get it in six scale just because of the price it's gonna be. Uh, I already have it for Players Kai, so I don't feel like I need this one. But um, it's super funny to see. And like I said, it's pretty much one of the most iconic gaming moments. In fact, when they announced that the remake was coming, everybody was like, is he still going to be in the dress? Because it's a part of the game that's fucking hilarious. So I thought that was cool that they would even make a... Uh, prototype of it and i guess we'll see if they actually do it but they've shown off a lot of prototypes that they don't make anyway so i don't know if we'll see this but that was just this game is so woke i'm not gonna play it anymore wow how dare you yeah you hate to see it a game from the 90s yeah 97 wow um let's see here get it or not i i think the only thing that is tempting is probably the superior spider-man i already have my ultimate vader um i think 3po is kind of annoying in the movies so i probably wouldn't get that yeah i think i think probably the the spider-man might be the only one what about you dean um c3po is very annoying in the movies but r2d2 is my favorite character in all of star wars so i can't not have 3po with my r2 so i'm definitely going to be getting r2 um that might be it uh, for what we talked about today. The Black Adam's cool, but again, I'm not a big Black Adam guy. Uh, the Spider-Man does look badass, but like I said, I kind of have my ideal Spider-Man already. And same thing with the Vader. I'm not tripping over myself to get it, but it's tempting. Um, and if they make those clouds, we'll see how many end up in my collection. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I got uh, C3PO on the way. I've got Vader on the way. I've got Black Adam on the way. Uh and I've got Darth Vader on the way. So uh this is a big get it list for me. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm going to need to switch up these displays at some point again. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I'm excited Double for all up those. on those shelves, man. You got That's what I've start that's what I've started doing, doubling up. Yeah. Exactly. So that'll get me another 32 figures in here uh before I then have to figure out if three is is too much of a crowd or if I have to switch it up. We'll see. There you go. The collector's dilemma there. Um, so I will say three PO Vader absolute must haves um, with maybes for Black Adam and the Superior Suit Spider Man. So yeah, lot, lots of good stuff uh, teased or, or released this week. 
Uh, I got Black Adam, and I will, I will get three PO at some point. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Just a quick bit of uh, shameless plugs here. Uh, Ten dollars off your Inart Joker on one six kit.com using code one zero CW. Again, that's ten dollars off. Thank you for kid for giving us that discount. We don't get any kickback from it, but if you do want that figure, you can save a few bucks on your order. Uh, and Collector Zone, we have an offer of fifteen percent off in stock items and full pay pre orders with the code CW. They're doing a big statue uh, convention. I believe it's in July. Uh, so very excited for them to do that. They have, uh, I think one of Eddie's favorite sculptors, Daniel Bell, I think is going to be there. So very exciting stuff. And, uh, yeah, could be $0 X-Man Supreme. It could be $0, my friend. Uh, Dean Elden Ring, tell me about it. Yes. Shout out to Erdtree. They announced it fucking ages ago. And we've been waiting and waiting and waiting with no news. But tomorrow, the trailer is going to drop at 7 PST, which is about 9, uh, 9 o'clock at night here, um, Central Standard Time. And hopefully, it will have a actual fucking release date on it. Um, I'm so excited. New armor, new bad guys, new swords. I'm talking... This is a DLC, or what is this? Yeah, this the is a DLC. Um, I cannot wait uh, there are other dlcs for uh dark souls 3 and bloodborne are absolutely incredible almost entire games in and of themselves so i'm really excited to see what they've done with elden ring considering it's open world and how we're gonna how the new stuff fits in i've already started a new character in preparation so we'll see how long i have to uh get that ready to go so super excited guys ben marco so, Dean, I put 97 hours into this game with you. I barely scratched the surface of Bro, this game. You've really barely scratched the but surface. But from my recollection, even in that 97 hours, I thought the Erd trees were a little, like, kind of more like shorter little, like, shrubs. Because you pick up the Erd, like, the Erd fruit you pick off up the, the ground, basically. Yeah, oh, okay. so there's there's minor Erd trees... But the oh, big golden one in the looking. middle is the. In the big, that's a big one. Okay, because yeah. I was gonna say those little bushes are gonna be some pretty small fucking shadows if that's the yeah. case. <laughs> so they're they're all like, they all sprout from it, but it's like sense. the main tree. I remember the big golden tree, so that's yeah, yeah. fair. So, cool. uh, yeah, I'm so I, I. There's a lot of theories, tons of videos on what it's gonna be about and wow. who's gonna be where, and yeah, it's so exciting. So. I guess we'll be talking about tomorrow on After Dark, so tune in if you want to hear me rant and gush about Elden oh, Ring. Let's talk about Elden Ring. I know Zach. Yeah, is the excited. trailer will have just dropped by the time we we go live. Ooh, so heck yeah. There's other games besides Hell Divers too, Zach. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't know either, Marco. Or just or just um, other things in general, but no, couldn't be. <laughs> Are we going to talk about your uh, Hell Diver minis tonight? Uh, I don't have them on the show sheet. We can. Oh shoot, they look good. Uh, let me see. Again, I actually printed. Give a everybody a little taste. It's second set. Something that's been important to us this week. Let's see. And a lot of people. It's not like it's just me and Zach. It's about a it's million other Patreon people. Patreon by storm. The world yeah. by storm, even. And I will just say uh, the developer or one of the, one of the developers came out and said, "Wait on buying the game until yeah, we the fix CEO. the servers." Was yeah, like, please just, don't buy the game right now. That's a, it's a bummer to hear, but it's cool that people are getting swept up. So what do we got? Well, here, I Zach? think I think they are 
being honest with themselves. Like, um, I don't know anything about any of this stuff. So my noobish suggestion was like, Ooh, buy more server space. Cause I, I thought that was how that works, but no, it's apparently like an issue with the game code that to put into perspective, um, their first game had a max player peak simultaneous of 4,000. Their max player peak at this point is like almost 500,000. So this oh, wow. game is like way bigger than they thought. It's even bigger than I want to say the peaks for like Destiny 2. Yeah, Halo, it's beaten every other Grand game. Grand Theft Auto 5. So it blew up like crazy. Yeah, it's a massive massive. Cuz people have been asking for this kind of game forever. Like the Starship Troopers horde <laughs> shooting zombie or uh, And it's know, so easy bugs. like we're going to shoot like a short for our, our video for the week. Uh me Dean and Badfish are going to shoot a video but it's really easy to get into, and I know Danny was saying he was upset about that we don't play Ready or Not, but Ready or Not is like, you could be playing for 45 minutes on a mission, and you make one mistake, and it's mission over. Whereas this one, the missions are 10, 15 minutes long, you know, maybe 30 minutes long. You can make a mistake, and it's it punishes you, but it's not like you're, the mission's over, and you you just kind of... Well, wasted that, 45 It was a waste minutes, of 30, yeah. 45 minutes. Um, yeah, and it's also a little easier to get into. So, uh, Anyways... Uh, so these models were free and they're fan art models from the first game. So they look a little different, but I found a set of, of a Helldiver squad. So you got uh, two machine gunners, you got a radio guy and a, a rocket launcher person, and they have some sick poses, printed them up, painted them. Um, I think I'm, I, I mentioned I was, I was printing a second set. I may make them more yellow. Um, Cause when I had, played i was only up to the part where you start getting the first few armors they were still all black and yellow but i think i'm gonna make them full yellow armors because i didn't like the yellow accents only but uh yeah so i'm gonna be uh maybe doing a second set of these uh they came out great they're warhammer 35 millimeter scale uh found us some custom bases uh downloaded and printed those and uh yeah it's just uh you know it's it's been i painted these while i was waiting for server space to open so that should tell you how long this takes to get in sometimes, but uh, yeah, yeah I'm think... happy with them. I, I had done blood on them, but I was like, eh, I don't like it. So I had to repaint them, but uh, yeah, they, they came out pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think I've spent longer waiting to play the game than playing the game, which is Shit. Like yeah. a lot. Um, these are cool. Yeah. yeah. it's they, I like them a lot. I'm kind of jelly. TV I'm excited. Itch. I'm excited. And, and there's a lot of people making files for the game right now, so... Just this week, I think there's been like 20 files already, so we'll probably get more miniatures, but also like people are making different helmet armors uh, that you can make wearable, so uh, definitely a lot of fun projects, especially in in the future. Nice. Uh, but let's see here. Our main topic for discussion tonight is figure fails, uh, and I just wanted to hear from you guys because, like Dean said, you know, we we come on here and you know, we don't often talk about mistakes that we've made or kind of like fails that we've had with figures. And, um, I thought it'd be kind of fun just to talk about that. So, um, I have one figure that I've broken the curse, but it has cursed me for so long. It's the amazing Yamaguchi Venom. I ordered one. The dude swore it was authentic. I picked it up and I was like, bro, there's no fucking way this thing is authentic. Like, it's fucking falling apart. Like it's not like the other ones that I had. 
and it it just wasn't the experience that I'd hoped for. And I'd seen people posting videos about how this was like one of the best Venom figures of all time. So I went on eBay, I bought another one and it came in and I was like, bro, this is even worse than the first one. And now the other guy didn't oh, say it was no. authentic, but I was like pretty sure it was authentic. And I was so disappointed. And finally, recently I, I got one that I'm almost certain is authentic. It was loose but the guy's like, I swear, like he sent me the Big Bad Toy Store screenshots of his receipt. And he's like, I have all the stuff. I have all the packaging. I just don't have the actual box. And I'm 100% sure it's legitimate. Like it's sturdy. It doesn't fall apart. And it's funny because CM Chuck from our Friday shows, um, his nephew was over and he was like, holy shit, that's my grail figure. This was the second one that I had that I was sure was fake. And he's like, I've always wanted this thing. And I was like, I will literally sell this to you for like 20 bucks. Like I fucking hate this thing. It's probably fake, but 20 bucks is the price that you can get the knockoff ones from on Amazon. So I was like, just give me 20 bucks, get this fucking thing out of my house. And his nephew, I guess went and like put a bunch of like, almost like joint juice type stuff on all the joints to tighten them up. And he poses that thing every day. It's like his favorite figure. So I made his collecting dreams come true. Cause this is like about a $130 figure, uh, wow. you know, on the BBTS retail side of things, but, uh, he was able to get it for 20 bucks and he's had with, it. he loves it. Every time I talk to him, he's like, dude, I still have that figure. It's fucking sweet. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just kind of been one of those curses that I had to buy the figure three times to get one that, you know, was a good solid copy. I would say another thing. So this is, kind of a, why I made the Zax Wonderland bases. Um, I don't really make them anymore, but the small hex stands, um, I had purchased a bunch of these um, different type of acrylic risers. And Dean, you know this, I think you saw a figure avalanche happen at my house one time, but I had like maybe 25 black series on two of these. So it's 50 total. And on one of my shelves, when you close it, it has like magnets that like suck the doors in. And this one fucking Ahsoka figure, I have the worst luck with Ahsoka figures. I think it's, it's a curse. But whenever I would close that door, the Ahsoka figures would always fall and just, it would be like dominoes. Catastrophic. Just, just yeah. Catastrophic. Like, you know, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm done collecting black series. And I sold all my black series. I was so fucking frustrated. And now the curse has moved to my three and three quarter stuff. The stuff that uh, you guys saw at Oxcon, the Ahsoka uh, three and three quarter that Mark Pearson gave me, she shelf dives all the time. I have her <laughs> tilted backwards and she's still shelf diving. I don't understand it. Doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Doesn't make any sense. And she, because her lightsabers are like to the side, she like takes down all the figures with her. And it's terrible. Oh. It's so terrible. I hate it. Also, fun fact, Eddie, I haven't reposed those clone troopers that you posted at Oxcon. So, uh, I don't think I'll ever repose them. I think it's just so funny the way you guys did it. So, uh, those are those are my figure fix curses because pretty precarious poses. Yeah, yeah, poses you can't mention live. Aggressively bent, yeah. aggressively <laughs> bent over. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have. I have one. Oh, Zach, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about because I know you had the same problem. Because okay. it's a known problem, and I was like, it can't be that bad. Um. <laughs> But the SH figure arts, do you know what I'm gonna say? Miles Morales? No. Uh it says Dragon Ball Z figure. Ooh, SH figure, hang on, let me think. Think faceplate. 
Oh, uh, the Ape Vegeta? No, no, no. no the, uh, Give it to me. SH figures Go Tanks. Oh, yeah. The any posing you do with the head, the like neck would knock the face off. Yeah. And it was, there's like nothing you could do about it except for like dremel down the neck and like ruin your figure. Like, yeah. Just awful. And it was, it just took the wind out of my sails that I was like, I don't even want to fuck with this anymore. And it yeah. was like one of those figures I was so excited to get. And that problem has actually persisted. There's, uh, I believe, the trunks, which I have sitting right here. Shout out Rainer. He got it for me. This one has a problem with it. The new Goku has a problem with it. Uh, I think the Super Saiyan 3 Goku has a problem with it. Like, yeah, their faces won't stay in because you turn the head to do a cool pose and the chin hits the shoulder and knocks the face off. Yeah, it's like, what the out. fuck are you people doing over there? You've made great figures for years. And now all of a sudden they seem cursed, honestly. Like something's happened to this line where I've really kind of just stopped buying them. Yeah. Um, that and they got very expensive. But yeah, that was mine where I was just like, what the fuck is this? Totally just ruined it for me. So I've had a couple fails over my like collecting time, but there has been a few standouts. Uh, one happened a few years back. I think I've told the story maybe briefly, but I can rehash it. It was my ex, I handed my die-cast Iron Man figure to her fresh out of the box and was like, hey, like, look how cool this is. You got to feel the weight of an Iron Man, right? Uh, and I hand it to her, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, cool. Does it light up? And she pushed on the arc reactor and literally pushed it right <laughs> out of the chest. I was like, oh, my God, it's not a button. <laughs> like, oh, so immediately broke it, like, immediately. So that was the last time I ever handed her What did she figure. say, though? after she did it she was like oh like sorry it just like i thought it lit up and i was like it does light up but it's not a button like so yeah and i mean you know clearly we broke up shortly after that so it wasn't meant to be uh and then recently i bought the t uh, t800 uh old school figure right the hot toys one the mms 117 and um <laughs> i was pulling one of the hands out of the body and i broke a wrist peg and surprisingly i've never broken a wrist peg before so i know there's all these tutorial videos on how you can like dremel you know it out and all these things i don't have any of those fancy tools so i was like i'm i'm, I'm creative i can figure this shit out so i take a, a pin and i jam the pin into the wrist peg with super glue like okay? a, a bobby pin or like a like bobby a pin, pin. Well, like, okay, like a, okay. no like a pin sorry like a yeah like a like a sharp, like a needle, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I stick this needle in to create a hole, put a little uh, little crazy glue in there, um, and put the needle in, and give it a few seconds so I can pop it out, right? Didn't realize that I pushed too far through the peg. So <laughs> when the glue went down through the hole, it glued the, <laughs> glued the ball uh. into the hand. I'll never get it out. It's garbage. <laughs> It'll never come out. Um, so that was fun. Uh, and then forearm. Yeah, no, it's not even the, it's literally just the hand. So I just have one hand now that's permanently like with a broken wrist peg in it. Uh, otherwise yeah. I just put another hand in. So not the end of the world. Um, and then 
Uh, in terms of figure fails for me, uh, it was actually the First Order Stormtrooper. Now, I'm not a huge First Order Stormtrooper fan, to be honest, but I got the figure for a pretty reasonable price. One of the challenges, though, is every time I tried to pose it in pretty much any direction, because it wasn't very posable to begin with, if you move the leg slightly, the, the foot would pop off. So I'd have, like, okay, put the foot back on and try and repose that. And then I'd move the, the arm and the hand would pop off <laughs> with the gauntlets. And so... Oh my god, I it was one of those figures I literally almost threw across the room at one point because every time I subtly like breathed on it, it felt like either the hand or the foot popped off. Uh, and I ended up selling selling the figure. <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> so that was a figure fail for me. But uh, yeah, I've done some silly things with figures over, over my time. My Locutus of Borg, it t tells you very specifically in the instructions to be careful when you take the head off to put the batteries in. And I had a little bit of resistance trying to pull it off, so it kind of popped like this and literally ripped the cords right out of Locutus's neck. Oh, <laughs> damn. damn it. So don't <laughs> just just take it slow, guys. Take it slow. And don't damn. put crazy glue and shit if you're not familiar with it. I'm like you though, bro. I'm very rough with myself. It's it's weird. Like I'm I'm actually like I try to be gentle, but then what I don't read the directions. I just get over eager. I'm like, oh, this will go like this. And then I just do, I do goofy shit. So like 99% of the time I'm careful and then I'll just have an unforced error. Um, so one that comes to mind is the Green Ranger. So I, I got those, um, what is it? Uh, three zero, uh, Red Ranger and Green Ranger, right? So I got one for Gigi, one for myself. I was like, okay, this will be a cool, we'll start her on the one six hobby. Um, so I didn't really know where they would necessarily would go with the rest of my collection. Um, so I put them on a really high shelf. And not two minutes after I put them up and I thought they were solid. I was like, these joints are sturdy. I just hear a tumble and just, and I go check and the Green Rangers parts are everywhere. Uh, RIP. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, all the parts are scattered everywhere. The body is just completely broken. And so I'm like, son of a gun, like, what do I do here? So I think I talked to Zach about reaching out to 3-0 I never really followed through with that. So long story short, I think my plan is going to be eventually, I do want to do a body swap, but it's going to be tough with the with the chest piece. So anyone in the community that has ever done that or has seen any tutorials, because I already was kind of, you know, a bit uh, concerned that the bodies were too skinny anyway. So I see it as a good opportunity to do the body swap because those legs are toast. So that's a, that's the story on that one. Um, and then on the Ahsoka, uh, this is the uh, Mando Ahsoka, so I bought it from off the racks, you know, the figures come from sideshow, right? And so I'm switching out the hands and there's this really weird defect where it seems like the, the pigs in the hands are like not formed correctly. They're at a weird angle, something broke off. Like it was just all really goofy on both hands. And so I reached out to John and right away he got me, or not right away, but eventually he got me another body, right? So that was an awesome of him. So I get this brand new body in posing it up, you know, people are having issues with the arms and I snap the arm and it's like, I, I knew that this is gentle. I knew that this is a common issue or excuse me, fragile. I knew it was a common issue in the community. Sure enough, I just pushed that joint too far. So it's like one of those things where I, I knew to be careful and I, this is why I don't pose, right? This is why I don't pose too crazy because I pushed it too far and I messed it up. So Luckily, you can kind of put her arm back in in the sleeve. It's just that arm's not posing too much. So now I've got swap out hands, but uh, a broken arm. So yeah, I'm uh, 
you learn the hard way sometimes. Um, I don't have a lot of figure stories. The only thing I could think of with figures is uh, I bought the one time I bought a hot toy and returned it immediately was uh, the Aquaman from the solo Aquaman movie. I was really excited for that figure and I got it in hand and I thought the way they did the bodysuit was just trash. Like it was super puffy and like the underlying skeleton was like it didn't fill out the puffiness. So whenever anything you moved, it looked super baggy and I think that's one of the shittiest figures they ever did. So I immediately <laughs> returned that. Um, but that's, I mean, I can't remember figure stuff. I'm sure there's figure stuff that happened to me that I don't remember. But I have two statue stories where they broke. But, it, like, I had no, I didn't really have much to blame. But so one of them, I had the sideshow um, Commander Cody premium format that I got from... Um, Steve from uh, Rogue One Six. I, yeah. I I picked that up from him and I had it in the living room because originally I was gonna have those displays that Steve had, like where it's the Billies doubled up on each other. So I had it on there on the bottom shelf in my living room, and like I was in here like doing something and I just heard something fall or or smash like s smash and then I like heard Adriana like oh shit or something and so I ran out there and I guess she was playing with the dog and the dog like smacked the statue with his tail and oh no like only oh, the yeah. gun broke in half the it, like the long gun that the, yeah. the clones have but like that was super annoying that's why I asked Ben like what did she say because when that happened Adriana was like oh it broke and I was like what the f I was like dude I'm gonna Dude, have you ever seen Chris? I love the dog. I was like, I love the dog. We're selling the dog. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not the dog's fault, you know. <laughs> Got him excited. But it, anyway, that happened and then another time I I re got the uh the Thor premium format, the Breaker of Brimstone one. Mm -hmm. And I had it on my dresser behind me. And this one was my fault, because the same thing with the dog. So my big dog, like he's really good at catching playing catch like in the air. Like he, I don't have to play fetch with him cause he can catch the ball out of the air, which I always thought was really cool. So I chucked the ball like from here behind, like to, to, for him to catch it. He always catches the damn ball, dude. And the one time he like hits it with his nose and it immediately <laughs> jumps and hits my statue. And I, and the, uh, the Stormbreaker fell chipped up oh, the Stormbreaker. it broke a piece of the lava on the base and again i was just sitting there like because ah. <laughs> that was my bad you know but i was like this you picked this one time to miss the catch you dumb fuck but yeah i didn't, yeah. I didn't have any figure breaks but i did bump into my cabinet with the vacuum the other day and three figures fell over and i was like oh god like <laughs> clotsiness hate to see it do you use blue tack on all your figures yeah i do all of them okay wow. and even then they, they still fell down Mm -hmm. yeah, you do that to not use bases yeah i don't like bases and um these cabinets are pretty stable honestly so unless you hit it literally with a vacuum or, or bump into it yourself uh the balance on these figures is good uh in fact my joker fell over more my inert joker fell over more on the inert base than it has by itself standing on just the shelf with a little bit of blue tech 
Mine's still going, going strong, dude. I have a, I have one. I, I bought a, uh, a master. No, the perfect grade Gundam model kit. Now, perfect grades are the biggest, baddest kits you can get, and it took me an untold amount of hours to build it back in the day i was i had like just started college it was like a fucking 300 dollars kit i had never spent that kind of money on any collectible back then so it was like this oh this is amazing i had to lay away forever because i wasn't making shit back then so i built the kit and it's amazing but there's a light-up function and i just like never had the battery it was like one of those weird watch batteries you have to go out of your way to get because they can't just use a regular fucking battery like a normal person. So it was this weird battery. And I had this figure for, I don't know, 10 years, 12 years. And one day I'm at work. I was like, I'm going to buy the fucking battery. So I look up the battery. I'm like, here it is. I go to the aisle. There's the battery. Buy the battery. It's like two bucks. And I go home and I start, I take the head off of the figure and I take the battery compartment out. And as I open the battery compartment, there's like a spring that compresses, that makes contact with all the metal bits once you put the battery in. But I didn't have a battery, so the, the, there was nothing to keep the spring from flying out. I didn't know it was there. So I open the compartment and all the middle bits go flying everywhere. The spring, the two Damn. little battery connectors, everything to be. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking never going to see this thing light up because I ain't finding this shit. So, yeah, it was one of the most disappointing things because I it was like I waited so long to finally do it and I fucking ruined it. So I don't even think I returned the battery. Yeah. The only other to see it. The only other thing that I thought of, and this is kind of like it's, Eddie would call this a nothing burger, but like to me, it stressed me out. When I first started collecting, before I had any friends in the collecting community, I did not know that there was value behind shipper boxes. And my <laughs> Deadpool two figure and my DX twelve Batman Deluxe figure, I got rid of those shipper boxes, and I still regret it because now when I'm storing all these freaking boxes in behind in this closet, so filled with shippers, it's insane. There's those two boxes that just float around and get damaged and dinged up because I didn't keep my shippers. So if any of you new collectors out there, don't uh, don't pull a Ben on any of the things that have failed on me tonight. <laughs> Never go full sure. Ben. Never go full Ben. <laughs> wow. There you go. Um, I have one more, and I think we'll call it here. So the Mark 42 was for a long time my all-time grail hot toys oh, iron man God. and i had been wanting it basically from as soon as i started collecting and i finally got one and i remember i opened it up and i was in the garage and vb was hanging out with me and um i don't remember exactly what happened but i was holding it and she ran by to go inside she was maybe two at the time maybe maybe three but our garage and uh, our old house used to have like a little ledge from the garage to like the workbench area. And she tripped. And I remember like 
I was holding the hot toys and I was like, I could catch my daughter and drop the hot toys or I can let her hit the ground and learn a valuable lesson. And I dropped the hot toys. I don't know if that was the best decision. And I caught her. She didn't fall. It was great. It was like miraculous. But the Mark 42 was destroyed. Like the whole back of the armor was like the armor was chipped. And like you could basically see like the die cast on some parts. And I remember like, well, this sucks. I've had this for like an hour. And I tried to like ignore it, but it. Because most of the damage was on the back, so you couldn't see it from the front. But I knew it was there. And so that figure has, um, like, a, a handful of battle damage parts. And so I was like, oh, okay, I know what I'll do. I'll accentuate the damage on the back. And I will add uh, airbrush um, additional to the clean parts. Because it's really weird because it's battle damage. And, like, some parts are really messed up. But other parts are like super pristine. It doesn't right. look right when it's on display. And so, like, this is an example. Like, I mean, this motherfucker's been through some shit, but like only on these panels. And so I was like, I'm just going to customize it. Now, I have the photo, but for what it's worth, I sold it for twice what I paid for it. So, as bad as it looks, I did actually make money off of it. But to this day, Dean and Manny call it the Black Panther Iron Man because it was so dark. But really, I was just matching the color of the damage parts to the rest of the armor. So that's on Hot Toys, to be honest. I don't think that's really my fault. But this is how it turned out. And to this day, they call it the Black Panther Iron Man. And I still get shit for it in the chat. Dang, it oh, looks pretty fuck. good. Dude, I was gonna say, I, I think it actually looks, looks good. Better. I think it's improved. Yeah, you see it a just lot looks of customs like dirt or, in the groups uh, that looks like this, or like yeah. burn, burn. Effect. Let me see if I can find the <laughs> photos of. Look at his shoes. <laughs> you can't even see that they used to be red. It's like Dusty Panther Deadpool. <laughs> Dusty Iron Man. Oh, my friend deleted his Facebook. Damn it. Let me see if I can find photos i don't think oh i can my God, that's fucking yeah funny. that's a that's an old that's back that's in 2019 old. i think this story yes yeah, so vivi must have been yeah too. february 2019 when you posted this oh yeah there you go yeah so that's that's that but uh yeah they gave me so much shit for it i thought it looked great but they gave me so much shit and i was like i'm selling this thing immediately <laughs> yeah zach can't take any criticism by the way oh i thrive on criticism that's but not i can't take bad criticism um what the hell? For, what is this, Marco? What is this in the chat there? How dare you? Just, uh, you know, I know you're not feeling well and trying to run a show, so I just had to throw some shade at you as well. Wow. wow. Um, there you go. Uh, let's see here, Dean. Can we say thank you to the Patreonies again? Yes. Uh, for, for, those, sorry, for those that didn't turn into the very beginning, we're not. We're going to try not doing Movie of the Week. We'll see how it goes. I'll try to keep you guys a little bit more engaged to the end of the show. But, uh, Dean, Patreonies, please. Yeah, give a quick shout out to Ian CB, Renee Mendes, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gis, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Skins, Figs, Billy Badfish, Toy Cartel, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Crutt, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Richter Gregorio, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Calvary Wah, Derek B, Arias Portillo, Alvin J, Aurelis Delgado, 
Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC, 3PO, Scott Smith, Dom Don, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanaris, Louis Bennett, Chip Parent, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. I had to get out to Brenton today in the chat. For what? He was talking shit about Helldivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brenton. Brenton, Brenton, Brenton. Our January, February Patreon benefits. The These are both holographic, by the way. Collector of the Year Mark Pearson sticker and the Mind Flayers web sticker by uh, from our Baldur's Gate 3 campaign. Also, did StreamYard change aspect ratios? Because these screens look super widescreen right now. I yeah, like it. Too. It's better. Oh, they did change it. Interesting. Wow, that looks cool. Uh, and uh, for Patreon, well, actually, we're going to work on the March, April, I would say expect a Helldiver sticker. Uh, and then as far as uh, the next one, I, I really wanted to Ben and Marco um, for your show's sticker, but uh, I need something because we've been talking about it for like six months. Uh, it'd be cool if a sticker of all five of us would be cool too. But uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. Neck crew the no net crew uh hot seat starting at five dollars a month for the patreon that's the digital uh what the hell happened there that's the digital uh patreon why is this not working there we go digital patreon benefits the 750 uh a month which is the stickers and access ox after dark uh tier the 15 dollars figure six figure fix assistance tier and the 25 dollars what a guy um tier which is uh doubles of all the stickers we send possibly may work in a zax wonderland gift card into this instead of the pog deluxe set not sure uh we'll have to see what uh, the patreonies um want uh which they'd prefer but uh, we're at that point where we need to either order more pog deluxe sets or think of something else uh looking at the youtube channel members we do have quite a few we have absolute Irwin, alvin j uh andrew gibo benjamin hansen uh big old fern bob dylan cc3po uh, Chris V, CT603, DJ, Daminator, Doc Smizzle, Equan, Fat Batman, Gear Bear, Good Old Spotchka, Gotham Cenobites, Justice Sports Cards, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Mike Litteris, Money Mendez, OG Fan, OMF Turek, 1 6 Figure Focus, Paul Schreiber, Phil the Fool, S Beam, Sam Gist, Scar and Lord, SpongeBob Squareballs, Sunnyvale Russ, The Ben Thomas Show, and Toy Mafia. Uh, membership starts at 99 cents if you're in our Patreon, or $2.99 if you are not. You get loyalty badges, chat emojis, and weekly member shoutouts. Uh, we also have T Public if you guys want to get some CW swag. And looking at the network, we have OFAC and Small Talk alternating Thursdays. I think OFAC's once a month at the moment. Question of the week every Sunday. Uh, Ox plays. We've been doing quite a bit of those. So we have another one going live on Thursday of uh, Helldivers uh, playthrough. Uh, Mind Flayers Web. I think we're going to shoot for Saturday. Dean had some internet issues this weekend, so. Uh, on top of a few things we weren't able to stream, uh, Baldur's Gate. After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, the chat has asked us, Dean, if we're going to do our weekly um, review of the Bad Batch show. I think for most of the Star Wars shows we've done oh. reviews, so we can talk about that uh, uh, soon. But uh, When yeah, do they of... go live? I think it's tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Do we have... Uh, do we all have Disney Plus? Yeah. Because well, Ben be was like, we dark. could. Well, I was gonna say Wednesday we could do, or instead of movie of the week, we could do episode of the week for this. That's a good idea. That's actually 
Thank you, Dean, for coming up with a very pretty good idea. Ben suggested it. Oh, he did. Whoever's good idea oh, was wow. that is a good idea. Uh, and uh, yeah, there we go. So that's the network. Uh, does anyone have any shoutouts they want to give? Oh, I actually oh. I do. Sorry. Um, before I forget, uh, <laughs> this Sunday. Sorry, I promised uh, Nick I would do this. Um, Nick's Collectibles is running. Oops. Uh, Nick's Collectibles is running the Royal. Nick's Collectibles is running the. I left on purpose. <laughs> you snubbed me. What do you mean? <laughs> you asked, and I was like, "Oh, you're like, wait, no, I have one." <laughs> like, well, well, no, because I thought you were gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 2.0. It's not a reissue. It's a 2.0. Sunday, February 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't think our tag team belt is on the line, um, but I believe we are included in a Royal Rumble, yeah. and it is sponsored. It's actually he's got sponsors now. By one six kit, Jazz Inc. Dioramas, and Spec Fiction. Nice. So be sure to tune in again. That's this Sunday, February t- or uh, next Sunday, February twenty fifth at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to Nick for putting this all together. It's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's not a reissue. It's a two point oh. It's fucking hilarious. He's got some good puns, dude. Like the single joint elbow drop always fucking makes me laugh. The that one, the reissue one, amazing, hilarious. Uh, I want to give a shout out to friend of the show, uh, Devin. He used to play D and D with us. He has a channel on YouTube oh, called Nerdy Narwhal. Nerdy Narwhal, and he's been doing reviews of uh, like fantasy figures, video game figures, and six scale. So like knights and and like elves and Lord of the Rings stuff, or like Metal Gear stuff, Berserk. Uh, he was doing some on the new Elden Ring stuff that has been coming out. Um, and, you know, a lot of the times there, it's like figures that I was interested in getting and finding a review on them is like fucking impossible because it's some of them are pretty niche in collecting. So if that's the kind of stuff you like, uh, maybe like uh, historically accurate, like Viking figures or like I said, knights, um archers uh just that kind of genre of figure uh check out nerdy narwhal his reviews were awesome really informative oh there you go pull it up uh the guts berserker one i own that figure and i still watched it um so yeah he's got some cool stuff and i was like dude like thank you for like doing these figures because no like nobody else is like i could find a thousand darth vader reviews but who's got one of the guy from sekiro right the virtual toys like it's, it's just nice so i had a nice conversation with him he's a great guy um so shout out to him yeah i was actually commenting on one of his videos the other day uh but yeah he's been posting a lot more recently so definitely excited to see that he's uh coming back and if you can give him a sub and go to one of his videos to say that cw sent you uh, i'm sure it'd mean a lot to him he works really hard for his stuff too so yeah he's a good guy and like i, I said sh- we used to play D with him and he's hilarious and awesome Melloc the Magnificent. Uh, shout out uh, to also friend of the channel, uh, Bob Dylan. Um, this week, so I don't talk to Bob very often. I've We've been on a couple of different streams together. We've chatted with each other in comments before, but I wouldn't say we're on like 
messaging, direct messaging terms all the time. And But I've known him to be a pretty helpful person in the community. And this week I was going through all my accessory boxes and I realized I had like 18 pistols, several rifles, a bunch of swords, like an axe and a bunch of stuff. So I literally compile it all in a bag, which is crazy. Like this is literally just guns in six scale. And I was like, I've got my John Wick figure coming soon. Maybe I should do like a gun rack display or several gun rack displays or even like a sword display in a gun rack or something along those lines to put in behind Wick. Uh, so I reached out to him for some suggestions on racks and he had me send a picture of my display to him and then he made a couple suggestions uh, and I was able to pull the trigger yesterday. So that'll be one of my new this week's coming up when those racks come in. I'll be able to show those off. I'm super excited to actually like put these accessories to use uh, with a figure that I think deserves to have a, a display of guns behind. So uh, really cool there. And then Let's Get Nuts will be back this Sunday. So if you guys have been enjoying the Sunday show, definitely join us. Eddie is a regular there with us now. Marco was on the show with Calvin last week, uh, low-key collector, and we had a great time. If you missed it, the Sunday show is up uh, and ready for everybody. So thanks for watching. All right, anybody else have a shout-out they want to give? Well, we love you guys. Thank you everyone for tuning in. The chat was booming tonight. It's our first show with a semi new format. So we'll continue trying it out. And, uh, you know, like Dean and Ben suggested, we'll be, um, if everyone's down with it, we'll do some, uh, episode of the week for bad batch. Uh, I think this first one will be, I think it's the first three episodes go live. That's the way they've been doing it lately. So we'll have a little bit of a longer, uh, things that we need to watch this time. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. The chat was booming today. We love you. And, uh, yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. I'm Ben. And I'm Eddie. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>